All right, all right. Welcome, welcome to the show. It is Drunk Tank episode 15, aptly titled Naughty and Nice. Thanks to Chris for that. I am one of your esteemed co-hosts, Fax Ryan. Uh, we are joined by the illustrious and bearded, beautiful man, Titan Naughty 23. Say hi, Titan. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. And as always, the Scotsman on top of Titan in a kinky situation. That's Chris. Ooh, I'm in. Hey. What's up, boys? How we doing? Talking about how I learned how to count. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't you have learned that back in kindergarten? Yeah. I mean, we all know how to count to 16 except someone. <laughs> ah, nice. So what's going on, boys? How was the week? How are it, things? He, he doesn't get it. I don't get so, it, because you know, it's an inside joke, so fuck off. That's the inside joke. Hello and welcome to episode 16. Is it? Oh, I fucked up, my man. <laughs> you know what? It's been a long weekend, okay? Fuck you. Apparently, it's been that long you went back in time a week. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Go fuck yourself. Oh, uh, man. Did I, did I, did I title a fucking stream 15? I did, I son of a bitch. I had the tweet. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I, I, I've got no excuse, so. I was in the American public education system. That's my excuse. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know how to count to 16. Wait a minute. Just because you're special, that don't mean nothing, Titan. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Wait a minute. I mean, I might have to take my shoes off, but I can still count to 16, okay? You know what? Okay. Let's, let's squash this. I'm missing a finger, so I'm always one short, all right? I'm always one short. Oh, man. <laughs> What's going on, boys? How you living? Oh, we're living. Uh, What's up, Chris? How was your complain. week? How was Scotland? And warm for some reason. <laughs> it is getting towards summer. Yeah, it's like twenty-two degrees a day. It was twenty-one yesterday. Oh, so you were drinking? So you're walking around the backyard naked? Not quite naked. Like there's like wings about. I'm not going to like banana hammock. <laughs> you just had a thong on, just you know, yeah, walking exactly. around. Do you ever wear a banana hammock? They're uncomfortable Never. as fuck. Never oh, yeah, worn in my life. Right up, fucking, and it's nowhere you think. <laughs> I've only worn a banana hammock once as a joke, and I've worn speedos when I was on the swim team back in high school. Speedos, most uncomfortable thing on land. Once you're in the water, though, mm, boy, comfortable as shit. <laughs> oh God. Don't. They're not very flattering. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> they're not. They don't flatter well, but. They're comfortable as shit when you get in the water. What? You're wearing it wrong, then. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. Yeah, I'm backwards the whole time. Uh, bikini briefs, yeah, let's go. Alright, so, Titan, introduce yourself to the people. Everybody knows who Chris and I am. I am Titan, I stream on Twitch. I'm pretty much a variety streamer, but I focus on uh, first-person shooters for the main Yeah, part. we gotta talk about that. Okay, don't yell at me. Calm down. <laughs> no need to be hostile. Um, yeah, other than that, I pretty much work and stream. What do you do for a living besides streaming? Uh, I work in a warehouse. I work for Adidas, actually. You work for Adidas? Ooh. Adidas. Adidas. For the man. Adidas, yeah. So you making shoes, huh? I don't make the shoes. I just get them. I just get those ugly-ass Yeezys out of the building. I fucking hate those shoes. <laughs> Worst shoes <laughs> ever created. <laughs> Wait, Yeezys are made by Adidas? Yeah. What? Is what the, yeah. Oh my god! I don't the know ugliest that. fucking shoes ever. 
I'll agree. They are ugly as fuck. I hate every. I hate every pair. Every pair. Hate them. Facts. <laughs> not wrong. Like you should have seen the slide. Like the his version of the Crocs he came out with. Oh, atrocious. <laughs> really that bad? Even huh? coming out with their fucking atrocious. What was that, Chris? Said so even coming out with their style of Crocs. Like Crocs in itself is like a no go. Crocs are a crime against humanity. I know. So you work in the Adidas warehouse slinging shoes that are ugly as fuck. They're ugly as fuck. And little children work in sweatshops to assemble them motherfuckers. Well, yeah, that's Kanye. What do you expect? (laughs) Oh, shots fired. We coming for you, Kanye. We coming for you. Like, I don't know if you... I'm going to put this in the Discord. I don't know if you can pull this up on stream. I'm going to post it in Drunk Take. Mm -hmm. Look at how ugly these fucking shoes are. Oh, I've seen these. No, 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 no. Wait till you see these fucking things. Alright, let me see what I got here. Seems like a worry. Oh, 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 god, yeah, that looks like a... What the fuck? <laughs> that looks like something Tesla would make. <laughs> like, that's something Tesla drive about in. Those are foul. I'm definitely gonna tweet that out later after the show. Like, they're so <laughs> ugly. Yeah, dude, they look like a fucking... It looks yeah, like someone... It. it looked like someone spooged on a foot and let it dry. Pretty much, And then he yep. peeled it off. Yep. If I oh, looks happy about it. <laughs> I mean, I can put the link in chat, but I'm not going to pull that fucking abortion of a shoe on screen. Right? It's so ugly. Oh, yeah, so I can get snuffles that look like fish. <laughs> well, it'll go with your we random got, fishes. We got Chris shopping now. <laughs> you know, a pound on Wish. There we go. <laughs> a pound on Wish. enough about them. <laughs> Wish is the greatest website ever. The greatest swap I mean, meet ever. I, I wouldn't say the best. <laughs> so you work in a warehouse and you stream, huh? What else? Yep. Tell the people more about you. Are you? I mean, I are you? Really, are you? I work night shift. I can't. I don't do anything. Oh, you don't do it. You just I'm afraid of the sun. Stream. Yeah, me too. Dude, I have an allergy to the sun. He's state champion at chess. Oh, shut up. He's a hustler. Ta- All right. Oh, well, no. The shit started. What happened? <laughs> Chris is a little salty. Talk about it, Chris. Chris got his ass whooped. Especially the last game. The last game, I literally said what I was going to do, and he still lost. <laughs> what? How'd that happen? <laughs> because I didn't listen to him. <laughs> That's pretty much it. He backed so- his king into a corner, and then I literally moved two pieces and trapped his king in there, and he couldn't move. Oh, no. Yep, that, that'll get you. I'm sure you were like, I'm going to do this. And he went, no, you won't. And you went, yeah. And you're like, pretty Fuck. much. That's, that's pretty much. Although, in two of the games, I could have won, but decided to move something completely different <laughs> for what it was. Did yep. you know you could have won? Yep. No. Yeah, 100%. What's the intellectual up where he went, by the way, see about 74 turns back. You could have done that and won. <laughs> yeah. Nice. There was yeah. two game, two games he was winning, and I ended up coming back and beating him. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I was just fucking clearing the board, <laughs> and then I don't know. I like I still can't work out what the fuck happened. Like I was, I was like wiping everybody out, and then all of a sudden he Check goes, me. "Oh, look. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I've got like forty two pieces. Like you only don't even start with forty two pieces, but I've had them." <laughs> so Titan employed the Stalingrad gambit: just sacrifice everything. And then he'll win. No one. And I still won. 
Yeah. Nice. I kind of thought that I was going to be getting hustled when he started hitting it with terms. Like, oh, this is the Russian after a defense move. <laughs> oh, right. Cool. First of all, cool. the website tells us that, and I just read it off the thing. <laughs> Our last game I was using, like, the Mexican Gambit move or some shit. I don't know if I can know. <laughs> so it was tequila <laughs> and, basically, basically. and a guitar move. Yep. Nice. Yeah, I haven't, dude, I got my own chest horror story. My. My uh, girlfriend Bernadette and I, she's like, oh, I've never played chess before. I was like, hey, 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 all right, let's go, right? So we start playing chess, and she Bobby fucking fishers me into, like, three victories in a row. I'm like, bitch, I thought you said you didn't play chess. She's like, I swear to God, never played chess in my life. I'm like, you know what she I don't did? She watched the Queen's Gambit, and I was like, hey, yo, we're going to play chess. This was years before the Queen's Gambit came out. I haven't played chess with her since. I'm scared. She was hustling. Chess is the original hackers game. That's what I say. He was hacking. He was hacking. That was it. Like he was fucking a bit with the website. Yep, that's exactly what happened. So, aside from getting your ass whooping chess, how are the other games been, boys? What have you guys been playing lately? What you been playing? Go ahead, Chris. Uh, well, I've really I played Alien Isolation again. <laughs> I've been doing that on my Friday nights. The only thing I will say is, Bill Bob, if you're in the chat, you're a fucking prick. Um, <laughs> Love it, Bob. Love it. Uh, to be honest, Monster is just as bad with <laughs> fucking John Cena shit that he comes out with in the fucking sound alerts. So, uh, but uh, Alien Isolation, like, I thought Visage was bad, but Alien Isolation is just another fucking kettle of fish for me. What do you mean? Because like, Visage was fucking crazy. Yeah, that was crazy, but like Alien Isolation is just constant terror. It's no psychological terror. This is like aliens gonna come and murder you at some point. You know it will happen. So accept it. And then but even now, the alien is the even was the even on the ship. And then you had to deal with fucking androids trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why the fuck did I come on this ship? <laughs> like I could have avoided all this if the woman had listened to me and didn't go on. Well, you're looking for your mom. Fuck my mom, she's dead. <laughs> Why you gotta do Ripley like that? Why you gotta do Ripley like that, Chris? Like, oh, and, well, at, at the end of the day, she's probably gonna meet her manu, so we're, we're, we're safe. But I so it's just it's fucked. And then now I've got to a part where there's like a million fucking aliens just running about. <laughs> And you're trying to get out of your fucking shithole. They fucking face fucker things have started attacking me. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's not a fun moment. Like, <laughs> I go in thinking, oh, this will be fun. It'll be great content. And then I leave and I'm like, this is shit. What the fuck am I doing with my life? I'm not going to sleep for three days. <laughs> so when are you playing Outlast? That's the next question. <laughs> Probably when I finish it. Because I've got Outlast. I did buy Outlast. <laughs> I got it on sale. I got like three or four horror games on sale like <laughs> last month before I started Daily Isolation because I thought, well, that will be my Friday nights, and I'm slowly, slowly going. Why the fuck did I buy these games? <laughs> why, why am I doing this? Like, what, what is the, what is the point in me buying these games? Because all it's doing is ruining my life. <laughs> we definitely need to get you a copy of GTFO. Yeah, because that game is fucking terrifying. Like, you come around the corner and you see the number, and you're like, don't fucking move. The other thing you have to remember is, is it a PC game? Yeah, it's a PC game. 
How look, 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 you're going to be making big money shortly. Spend some money. Upgrade your fucking shitty rig so we can play games together, goddammit. Yeah, I said fucking shitty rig. Gas station computer and get it right? going. I can play Sims on it, so it must be good. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Jesus. 100%. Like, that's how you know it's a good PC. Is the Sims yeah, and he plays on max settings, so that's how you know it's good. Oh, yeah. Sims on Ultra <laughs> on his little putt-putt machine. Exactly. I mean, I can't do anything else, but it still runs it. <laughs> what about you, Titan? What have you been playing lately? Uh, I've just been playing Apex for the most part. There's really nothing else. I mean, me and Chris will play, like, Paladins or something ah, on Wednesdays. I play Paladins now, too. Pretty much just play Apex. Yeah, Why? Because I want to lose my sanity. Why not? What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, like, how is that? Like, here's the question. How the fuck is that game fun? Well, I mean, when you when you, when you you play with people, it's actually not horrible. Like, when me, Chris, and Bilbao were playing the other day, we were basically messing around the whole time and still ended up with two wins. Like, mm-hmm. we literally weren't trying at all. And then, like, last week... Was, you, that's a sad thing. I was trying. <laughs> okay. Always me trying. and Bilbao weren't trying. Um... But, like, even last week, even Chris said, like, when I was playing with Spartan, it was just more fun because we were just hanging out, like, messing around, laughing, yeah. didn't care about winning and stuff. It's just, like, playing with randoms is what kills you. Just certain people that just kill your vibes. That's the only thing. Just yeah. all depends on who you play with. Is Now, I've played, I've dabbled in Apex a little bit when it came out. Like, what, what is it outside of playing with your friends that makes you just want to grind it and play it all the time? Like, you said randoms kill your vibe, but, like... There's got to be something more in the game than just playing with your friends. I mean, it's a- I think it's just I think it's just trying to get better at it. Honestly, like when it first came out, that's literally all. And I mean, it was on Xbox, but like that's literally all I played for like a couple months. And then mm. everybody started fading away because new games came out. And then I finally switched to PC and started playing again. And I feel like I fell off skill wise. So just like trying to play and get better is basically why I play it. Is it is it something about the battle royale genre, or is it the fact that it's a battle royale plus like hero shooter that really? I think of... I think it's more. I think honestly, ba- Apex is probably the best battle royale out there. Yeah, and it takes the most skill to play because you got to learn the legends. You got to the gun plays a little different depending on what gun. Like you can't always have your setup as opposed mm-hmm. to like Warzone where you can make your class and get a loadout. And you know what I mean. Apex is like you pick up a gun, you shoot. I mean, right. you know what I mean. So, yeah, I, I have to agree like with it. that. Because, like, that's one thing. Like, I used to play Warzone, not a lot, but that was what I played. And it was days until I started, and I started playing Apex on and off when I think it was Season 7 came yeah. out. So it was, like, late into it. And the one thing that I prefer Apex over Warzone is Warzone is pretty much pay to win. Like, you buy the better guns, you buy the better class. If you pay money, you'll get stuff. Whereas in Apex, it's like, you, all you can do is buy skins and, and champions and stuff like that. But when it comes to the game, everybody starts off in the level playing field, depending on, like, different alts and stuff. But it's mostly just about, like, well, it's done to you, yourself, as a skill base as opposed to buying the best stuff. So that's why I prefer Apex over the other shooters, just for that reason. It's a bit more level, and you don't get just shit on every time you go in the game. Uh, ooh, Monster disagrees. He says, "There's <clears throat> that's not true with Warzone. All the weapons are free. The game's still shit. <laughs> but you don't have to pay to win. Well, 
I'm not saying that you don't have to, like, the, the guns are free, but when you actually go in, like, you can go into the store and you can buy, like, you can buy guns. Yeah, that like, you could, like, yeah, like, like, well, well, like, what he's saying is, like, if a new gun comes out, instead of, like, actually leveling up, they have blueprints that you could buy instead of actually yeah. using the weapon. Oh, exactly, okay. and then it's, it's other things like the Game Pass. You can get the Game Pass like everybody else, which like costs you X amount. But if you pay extra, you can get extra things of the Game Pass straight away. Yeah. That means even from the start, you're paying extra money. You're now 20 levels in front of anybody else on the Game Pass. So there just always seems to be that way of being further ahead than the next person. Whereas yeah. Apex doesn't have that. That's where what I'm finding. Like I know all the guns are free and you can upgrade and you can unlock the, the next kind like upgrades on it but like there was one gun that i'd seen and it was like shaped like a fucking dragon but they <laughs> wanted like 13 pound worth of coins to buy it but you, it's not a game based game gun like you can't unlock it you have to right. buy it and that's what it's time is so it's like in order if i mean you get good at the, the, the game and you do unlock stuff as you go but if you pay money, you can unlock the stuff earlier. So it's mm. less about the skill level. Like, if you genuinely just played the game and unlocked it through leveling, then it's your skill. But it's the, the fact that people can just basically... Like, you can buy a gun that kills you in three shots. So it doesn't matter if you're good or not. All you have to do is land three shots and somebody's done. I can't even land those three shots. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, all it takes is day three shots. Like, I just think... As it is, it's just got to the point where, see, unless you've been playing Warzone for the start, you're not going to be able to get as good as anybody else. Plus, they, they literally came out and said that they're never going to rid hacking from Warzone. Yeah. It's physically impossible. There was a whole big story about how yeah, there's a company thing. that literally like hacks the game. Like Their mm. sole purpose in trade is to hack Warzone. Yeah, uh, and they'll up. never get stopped. So it just seems stupid to even try. Yeah, like Apex has hackers, but not as bad as Warzone. I feel like every time I watch, you know, like Tim or Nick, there's hackers in every single one of their games, yeah. and it's just real annoying. So, all right, exactly. Let me let me see this how we got an interesting discussion on this. What is the difference for those who aren't initiated? What's the difference from a hacker to a stream sniper? Well, hackers pretty much just ruin any game. Like, um, I don't know if you guys have been following, like, Toofy, the biggest, like, Apex streamer, like, uh, hacker. No, Toofy. He's, oh, like, okay. a big Apex uh, hacker. No, He's been, like, DDO, uh, DDoSing or DDoSing fucking Apex. Mm-hmm. He literally just goes into Pred lobbies. If you don't shoot, like, if you could be friends with him and he won't kill you, but if you, like, shoot at him or anything, he kills you instantly. Like, he actually got jail time because of all the hacking he was doing, because he actually hacked EA and, like, took down their servers for, like, a while. Yeah. But, like, Warzone, they could literally hack you, and then as soon as they get their account banned, they could literally just make another account and hack again. Like, they're not hardware banning. I mean, now they started to. Like, I've been watching Tim, and if you get their account number to hardware ban them, and that's what they started doing, but, I mean, like, there's still millions of people that are on there hacking. Are you talking like but, IP banning or? Yeah, like IP, like banning them from Warzone completely. Right. So basically, for those of you that are tuning in, an IP ban is basically they get your IP address from where you are and ban you that way, thus banning your hardware and your internet yeah. address, basically. Yeah, but 
the problem, one of the other things I've seen on that with that problem is a VPN changes your IP, reset yep. your yep. your computer, that's changes the, the IP. So that's what they're, what they're doing is they're literally, they've got a computer that they have nothing on but Warzone and see as soon as their account gets banned, they reset, hard reset their computer, load yep. up Warzone again and go straight back in exactly where they were. Like that's how easy it is. That's how they'll never be able to stop them is because they can either use VPN or reset a new computer. That's it. Warzone yep. is scuffed for the beginning of the outright. That's it. There's no fixing it. Yeah, so. a couple people in chat, especially Dread was talking about doing Mac bands instead of IP bands. Because you have a Mac, you have an IP address, then you have your Mac address, and you can't change your Mac address. So maybe that's an option. But in order to do that, the permissions you would have to give away. Yeah. I don't know if that's the would do thing. That, you know, considering that you can't get somebody online done for stalking at this point, I doubt the authorities are gonna go. Oh, hackers on video games—that's the real criminals. Like it's it's just it's not gonna happen. They're not gonna put in the time and effort to put in that sort. Of, uh, well, it's not on law enforcement's plate. It's on the—I believe it's on the publisher side. Like. EA should invest. But they're not going to do it. It's on right, Twitter and Facebook and all that side today like, to protect their users, but it's just not going to happen because the police, like you said, the, the authorities don't give a fuck. As far right. as they're concerned, they're not really criminals. So. Right, but but in but in, but in in the context of hacking like Warzone, a multi-billion dollar corporation like Blizzard Activision, <clears throat> they're, they're not going to invest the money for anti-cheat because there are so many growing pains that they're going to have to go through to adjust the anti-cheat and then oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're just a hacks. small indie company, Docs. Relax. Yeah, they're not right, that big, yeah, okay? Right? They're just a know, small I'm, indie I'm, company. I'm they picking can't on the little it. guy. I'm picking <laughs> on the little guy. My bad. My bad. Multi-billion dollar company. They that, okay? Yeah, okay, right, right, right. But yet you get you get companies like Riot, who are just a small company too, who take a more active approach to cheating. Yeah. They can afford it. Why can a small indie company like Riot afford it but not Blizzard Activision? Riddle me that one, Titan. I feel like Activision just doesn't care. They're making more money yeah. than Riot, you know what I mean? Like, Riot actually cares about their games. I don't think Activision does. Neither does Ravensoft. I don't... Yeah. It's a free I... game. Why would they right. give a fuck? Right. Why would they put time and effort and money into fixing something that they give for free? Because like, they make their money through sponsorship, so they're, they're literally... Like, it's no in their interest to put any effort in it. Yeah. Because they're, like, they're just going to make another COD next year, so they don't care. Even if yeah. it's not Activision. Yeah, here, here, here's my issue with that, too. Like, the COD treadmill. Like, what is that? Like, wouldn't you wouldn't you want to space it out and let each game breathe? Or do you just keep pumping? <clears throat> Why keep pumping them out? Because people are going to buy them. buy them? Right, exactly, yeah. People are just going to buy them. They don't care. It has the word Call of Duty on it. It doesn't matter. Why, though? Call look of Duty FIFA. is trash. Look at, look at, look at all the sports games. FIFA, Madden, yeah. like... Right. The only, the only game that's going to blow up next year is NCAA, and that's because it's been, what, 10 years since a one release because of the whole thing with college athletes? Yeah. That's the only reason NCAA yeah. is probably going to go insane, because people haven't played a college football game in, like, 10 years. Yeah, the only of... difference that FIFA and Madden have is that the graphics look kind of better. The rest of it is just copy and paste. <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. yeah literally, all the, yeah. the gameplay is the same, but the graphics are just better. Yeah. But the marketing though... in 21 is literally FIFA 15. They've just like it's the exact same game. The only thing that's changed is that player now plays at that team. Yeah, pretty that's much. It. Yep. 
Yeah, like every like, and the steps are a bit different. <laughs> yeah, with the sports games, you're definitely paying for a roster update every year. Even though the marketing, the marketing is like it's all new, new mechanics. It's like no, it's not. No, it's copy and paste yeah. with a roster update. That's all. Yep, is that that's it. And even then, you have 2021 for at least another year or two, and it's still roster updates anyway. So you don't even have to buy 2022. It keeps roster updating anyway. Yeah, I don't. That's the thing. Like, I don't get. Maybe it's not because I'm a fan. Maybe it's because I'm uh, I'm not a fan of like the the BR genre. But to me, I don't see the appeal of it. Like the like I understand the genre and the challenge, but like you play you play three or four games in battle royale and you've seen it all. It's like I'm like what what's there to bring you back? The battle pass, give or take. I don't yeah. I don't understand I don't understand the hook. And you guys play more of that stuff than I do. Like you said, you play Apex and, and a little bit of Warzone. What's the hook? Because I don't, I don't get it. Maybe it's not my jam. I think it's I just, just like the, the different skills you go against when you're playing. Like I think there's times in Apex where you go against really good players and you have really bad players in the same lobby. So like you could tell who's new and who's not. And then like the it's more. I feel like it's more rewarding to win a battle royale than it is like a multiplayer match or anything like that because it actually takes you know skill coordination calming with your team trying to figure out where the next move is how you're going to do this how you're going to do that so i think that's what pretty much attracts me to battle royales more than anything like i wasn't i played fortnite for a little while but like i didn't care about building i was more like i'll shoot your building down before i actually build to fight you like i don't that's not for me like that's why i like apex better um i tried warzone for a little bit when i was on xbox i didn't really care for it the only like another thing that i hate about warzone is how many times you can buy your teammates back like if you have a hundred grand, you could literally just keep buying your teammates back over and over and over and over, and the games can last forty five minutes. Whereas the, the longest Apex match, I think, is like fifteen or twenty. Mm-hmm. So you get more games in during your time rather than playing Warzone. You know what I mean? And yeah. then I know, I know Battlefield had one that was just garbage. I hope they, I hope they revamp theirs. I hope they revamp theirs, and everybody want everybody wants a Halo BR, but Halo is not meant to have a BR. I am sorry. Yeah, right. I agree with that. I am sorry. Keep yeah, it in I, multiplayer. Multiplayer yeah. for Halo is more intense than a BR will ever be. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's one of the ones. It's it's for me. I think it must come down to the competitive nature. Like you consider like real sport, right? Or I say real sport because like esports are becoming a big fucking yeah. thing. right. But like in real life sport, right? Like football or American football or anything like that. It's like it's the competitiveness of that. You think smaller team goes up a bigger team. You think, well, what's the point in the small team turning up? You're like, but it's the small team gets to go up against the big conglomerate, like your Hartlepool versus Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Like everybody turns around and goes, Chelsea's going to wipe the flare of them. But Hartlepool on their day, they could always just get that wee thing. And I think in like BRs and stuff, it is down to that is that you're up against some of the best players. So it's your skill and your your talent and stuff like that to the test. So I think the competitiveness can be compared to real life sport in that manner. Is that yeah, you might not be the best at the game, but in any given day, you can fucking just get that that one game where you like look at me playing the game. That was on with Bill Bob and, and Titan. The first two games we played, 
overall, I think, what was it, 119 point damage I got out of the two games, and you two were like 2k plus. I think I was and only like, a bit of kills too in both games. <laughs> I don't think yeah. Bill, the one game Bill Bad had like 1500 damage and no kills and he was pissed. Exactly. I got one assist though. But <laughs> it's like, way to rub it in, way to rub it in. But it's, I think it's the, the, the competitive and the adrenaline of Trying to be good at something like you look at paladins when you're playing paladins with other people, it's it's just a bit of fun and all that. Right. But you can see in other things in paladins as well. Well, see when you start getting the mayor and mayor, like especially me, I always feel as if if you watch me play for the start and then watch me at the end, my demeanor completely changes. That as much as we're having fun, it's mayor case. There's always that midpoint where I'm turning around and going. 105,000 heals, I'm fucking amazing. Yeah, right. And it's just that sort of, like, the competitiveness of, I was the best fucking healer there. It's the only fucking thing I can do in the game, but I'm good <laughs> at it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still the best at that. So, for me, it's the competitiveness uh, putting your skills against better players, like you do in real life sport. Yeah, I could definitely see the competitive angle as a driving, like, hook to it, but I I guess my issue with it is, well, besides the physical limitations for first-person shooters, I just, I don't know, I don't know how how to phrase what I'm thinking, but, like, I get the competitive angle, I just, maybe I just don't like the the medium or the genre of a first-person shooter, because, for me... The storyline yet for you. I don't know if it's a storyline thing or if it's just like the... Because a, a point was made in chat. Uh, I think Zim made it. I play roguelites all the time. Like Hades and Dead Cells and mm. Curse of the Dead Gods. And it's... I I hit my head against the wall. I'll do 50 different runs. And I'll keep coming back. But when I get that one run where I beat the boss, I'm like... So maybe it's just... Maybe for me it's just the the... The way it's presented, I, I just don't, I don't see the appeal of a first-person shooter. Like, I grew up in a, a military family, all my uncles are, like, special forces and shit, so, like, a military shooter is just not something that catches my appeal to say something like, uh, uh, escaping from hell in Hades, or plundering a, a Mayan temple in Curse of the Dead God, so, yeah. I think, I think for me... I would agree with the 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 competitive skill, uh, the competitive nature of a BR or a roguelite being a major hook. But the other thing that turns me off from um, the other thing that turns me off from like BRs like Warzone and Apex are the the business models, the monetization models. Just I hate it because they're so they're so psychologically predatory in a way. Because a lot of them are like, well, if you don't have a skin for that gun, people are going to get on your ass. Or if you don't have a certain gun charm, or or if you don't have an experience booster, you're felt like you're lesser in in a lot of ways than the other players. So, but see, see, that's that's more Warzone than Apex, honestly. Okay. Apex Mm -hmm. honestly isn't like that because everybody can get the same skin, everybody can get the same charm. You know what I mean? Like, everybody can get the yeah. same skins for everything. But, like, Warzone, you literally have to pay money. Yeah. To basically yeah. get those. You know what I mean? Or like pay for Apex, three, yeah. 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 Like, Apex, you literally, you don't have to buy the battle pass. That is, you level up every certain level, you get a loot box. So, you're going to get cosmetics in that loot box regardless. Mm. 
and then you get crafting material to craft your own stuff. Or oh, Warzone, okay. you literally have to buy that stuff, no matter so, what. You don't get crates, you don't get anything. So the Apex uh, system is a little more agreeable because yeah, they're actually rewarding, giving you... essentially. Okay, yeah. okay, so they're yeah. giving you what you need to get what you want, whereas opposed yep. to you have to buy everything. See, yep. that's the thing is like I haven't played Apex. When I played Apex, it was it it had just launched, so they didn't have their battle pass system, and I haven't right. really touched it since. So I'm glad that you clarified that because I didn't yep. know that. But uh, I I guess I guess I guess you can see it, and you could say them. I have an issue with the monetization system of sports games too. The ultimate team for Madden and FIFA and all the other ones are just utter yeah, that, trash, which is why that's I don't grindy I don't, as hell too. Yeah, I don't I don't tend that to touch that. Is why them. Football Manager is the greatest game <laughs> ever. Because you pay for the game. I mean, you could be a coach in FIFA too, so. Every save thing. Like, you can unlock scenarios. You can just download everything for free. You can play online for free. You can create teams for free. Everything's free once you've bought the original base game. You don't have to buy DLCs and buy skins and do this. Football Manager's the future. (laughs) Even though it's been there since 1998. (laughs) That's a, a Madden started in 1995, I believe, was the first Madden they ever did. But Madden, Madden, it came out of the success of Tech Mobile. I yep. don't know if you guys have ever played the original Tech Mobile because I am a gray-haired ancient compared to you, young bucks. <laughs> but I, I played the original Tech Mobile on the NES system. So what's 1995? Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> Two years but, after I was born. <laughs> wow. But <laughs> I am remiss. I forgot a, a thing. What are we drinking tonight, boys? Chris, what are you drinking? I made a sex on the beach. Oh, I made that the other night. Oh, you mean the drink sex on the beach. All right. What's up? How is yeah, it? Yeah, I wouldn't do it anywhere. I mean, sand gets fucking everywhere. Hey, Max. Sand in your crack is worth it if you can get it done right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are you drinking, Titan? Uh... What? You zoned out on me. Angry Orchard. Ooh, apple cider. Huh? Or Chris, here's your chance. Bust his ass for not drinking a real beer! I mean, Budweiser's he, ass, so... He's right? drinking cider, so no, that's you. allowed to be fruity. <laughs> fuck you, Chris. How else do you make cider? <laughs> not wrong. He's not wrong. Like, that cider that you make with hops, that's called beer. <laughs> so... <laughs> You're an asshole, Chris. <laughs> I mean, you brought it up and just throwing it I, I, I set it up. He was waiting for you. Like, he knew it was coming. I just softballed it across the plate. Yep. All I had to do was swing on it. Um, he just cracked a home run. I know. He just made me look like an ass. He usually makes me look like an ass on this show. What fruity swear- beer are you drinking? I'm not drinking a fruity beer this time, <laughs> motherfucker. I am drinking uh, uh, that porter. You even know. I shut up! I know what it is. I gotta find it. What do I do with the bottle? Purple monkey dishwasher. That's no, it's not purple monkey dishwasher. <laughs> Fuck off! I'm drinking Potosi's Brewery uh, Gandy Dancer Porter. That's too many words. You know what? Shut up! It's a microbrew. <laughs> uh, you know my beer snobbery always shows through on this show because I never fucking drink anything normal. But yeah, it's a. Uh, Fuck you! It's a. Uh, this is probably the most. Uh, the most bitter of the beers I've had, this porter, like it's got, it's just, it's malt, barley, and a whole lot of, it's, it kind of tastes a little bit like cold brew coffee fruit. in a way. No, there's not any fruit in it at all. <laughs> not a single fruit flavor in this bitch. 
how is it? Is it is it nice? It's not bad. I mean, it's it's a little more heavier and a little more bitter than I like, but it's not bad. It's not heavy in the mouth at all. It's it's not refreshing. Like a, I don't, I wouldn't classify a porter as refreshing, especially like heavy things yeah. in your mouth. Got it? No, I love heavy boobs in my mouth, but you know that's, that's not the point. We're, you're getting off topic. I'm trying to tell you about this beer, goddammit, Titan. Quit switching it up. But no, it's porters aren't very aren't very light, and this one tends to be more of the Almost got that burnt barrel bitterness to it, which which isn't bad. I normally don't drink it, but it, it's not bad. I would I wouldn't if someone handed me it at at an outing or something. I wouldn't be like, oh no, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. But it's it's not in my top ten. It doesn't have the flavor notes of like that uh, Kentucky bourbon female or that uh, Goose Island Matilda. That yeah, Goose it Island like Budweiser, so. It's no, probably not don't get me started. Don't get me started, bro. If you if you were listening around episode three or four, I had this rant about Budweiser. We're not going to revisit it because the lawyers from Budweiser were getting on my ass, and I don't want to deal with it. He was upset when he discovered that Budweiser was the gatekeeper to a night. You know, you know, what, Chris. I'm gonna jump on the plane. I'm gonna fucking beat your kilted ass, no, and then I'm gonna fly back to King Titan's ass. We can touch back on that. No, like, when no, it comes to a night. No. No. At the start of the night, you'll no. drink the nice stuff. You'll drink like your your Kentucky bourbon or your yeah, drink, you know. like your Captain and Coke once, stuff like that. Once you're three, four hours in, you're having a great mm-hmm. time. You're mm-hmm. wanting something cheap that's going to keep your buzz going. Budweiser, Budweiser Coors Light, Bud Light. Yeah. Why would you ruin light. the night? Why would you ruin the night? But you're not ruining the night. Yeah, you're you're ruining the night. night. No, you're not. And you're, you're keeping your night. wallet. Yep. <laughs> no. You're saving money at that point. It's only like two dollars for a draft. Exactly. You spend big at the start when you're getting your malts and your really, really expensive drinks. You take a couple of them, get rat ass, and then you just start hitting the cheap shit. I'll never agree. I'll never. That's the way to ruin your night. Like, there's a place in Maglev. This is the best thing about fucking Maglev, right? It's in Spain, right? It's off the main island, right? But in Maglev, there's this big fucking, like, club, and they have, like, foam parties and all that, right? You pay oh, yeah. thirteen euro. So what's that like? Fifteen dollars. Uh, thirteen euro. Oh, it's about eighteen, eighteen and a half. Right, and that pays for your drink the entire night. The difference is, is you don't get branded shit. You don't get like Budweiser. You don't get like Smirnoff. It's their own shit. But see, after two, you don't fucking know where you are, and it's your best night ever. It's <laughs> more than thirteen quid. There you go. Dude, over here we got five dollar all you can drink nights in a red solo cup. You go out to a bar, that you pay five bucks. <laughs> yeah, literally, it's, it's probably it. Budweiser. No, I, well, no, some some places are taps and rails for five bucks. I never do them because I'm not drinking shit beer. Is it five dollars each drink? Or just no, you get one cup. It's a red solo cup, and you fill it up as much as you want for five bucks. Sounds like Budweiser. Yeah, somebody definitely get some Budweiser. Taps and rails. It's whatever's there. on tap and whatever's on the rail. So if, like, you want... a so Budweiser and Bud Light mm. and Coors Light. If you go to shit bars that have Budweiser and Coors Light on tap, yeah. But if they're if they're a decent bar, you might be able to get a Sam Adams or a Killian's Outer Shred on tap. Maybe Corona if you're lucky. Maybe if you're lucky. <laughs> but, then, but then you also get rail drinks. So, like, your cheap vodkas, your, you know, your cheap vodkas, your cheap tequilas, your cheap... My hair is just not working with me right now, boys. Oh my god, I'm having a bad hair day. So, I gotta tell you something. Oh, no. I almost killed somebody today. Oh, yep, here we go. <laughs> Meaningful or accidentally? 
Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm saying. No, if I mean to kill somebody, I'm not going to kill Meaningfully, <laughs> meaningfully, accidentally. Bro, if I kill somebody, I'm not going to come on a podcast and go, Yo! I just killed somebody! Why do I would? I'd I mean, want the adulations of killing a stupid person. I mean, it's good content. Making the world a little bit better, one stupid person at a time. Not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> well, technically, I almost killed like three people. So I was coming back. 300 points. There you go. <laughs> well, I'd have, got, I'd have got bonuses because two of them are cops. But, you know. 700. <laughs> so I was coming back from getting lunch before sound check for everybody at the house, right? Ran over to the local Culver's, got me some, you know, cheesy curds and whatnot. Coming back to the house, I took a turn down the down the side road off the main road to go to my house. I'm a half a block away and this fucking 16-year-old girl looks down the road like, sees me coming, hesitates. I get within maybe 100 yards and she steps off the curb to cross the road. As I'm still driving. You know what? She had AirPods in and a hoodie. Like, she had the whole... She was definitely listening to a sad song. Like, she was just ready. You you failed. You ruined her day. So I swerved. You just ruined her day. I (laughs) swerved. And there's a fucking police cruiser in the oncoming lane. And the cop white knuckles the wheel and kind of goes, Oh, shit! I whip the wheel back as I loop around this teenager... I'm so close to the cops' cruiser that our fucking mirrors could be making out. I look at the cops. They look at me. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm going to jail. I, I, I clear the cop car. I look in my rear view immediately to see if the cops flip a bitch. No, no. They slammed on the gas and hooked the right and fucking went after the teenager. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Dude. You ruined her day. I did not ruin her she day. Was I so saved her ready. I they saved that so bitch's ready. life. Sad song in hand to no. just, you know. Always stay on everything just to make <laughs> She was wearing a black hand. hoodie and a pink undershirt. She wasn't that depressed. She was ready. She had the black hoodie no, on. No, she wasn't. Typical emo teenager. Exactly. Hates the blood. <laughs> oh, my God. It was, that was, oh, dude, talk about having to soil yourself and gut check with gods. Woo. God. I, I like Zim's comment. Like, the reason you decided she was a teenager was because she had AirPods in. <laughs> That was it. The only reason that makes her a teenager, she had AirPods in. I mean, she was probably probably around 16. I couldn't judge her. She was 35 and almost killed she's her. Like, like, she's actually like 25. <laughs> she just looked young. She's actually 25 because they won the AirPods for Samsung. <laughs> oh, shots fired at Apple. But yeah, dude, like when I when I whipped around, that po- the cops in the fucking cruiser looked like they were going down because like with the, it's, it's only a two lane, so I went like this. And I was literally going head on with the cop cruiser, and at the last second, I was able to whip the wheel back around the fucking chick. And oh my god! And I didn't you manage to find spill- it was because you were driving the wrong side of the road. No, yeah, you were probably on the wrong side. I was not. Shut up! I was not on the wrong side of the road. I was on the proper side of the road. Dumb bitch just stepped off the corner thinking that she had the right of way. No, 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 no. You weren't in a crosswalk. You didn't have a crossing signal. We were on some local little side street. And you're fucking She's probably dumb. listening to the Beatles and wanted to recreate the scene, and you ruined it. I know. That's not my problem. <laughs> I don't need to go to jail for involuntary teenage slaughter. I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to make a teenager. Uh, you're probably just trying to act out a why did the chicken cross the road joke, and you've just, like, 
ruined it for her. Like, I hope you you're happy what? with yourself. I am, because a teenager will live another day to be miserable. And I hope probably every in jail day now. your beer tastes like Budweiser. No. <laughs> no. I buy better beer than Budweiser, goddammit. <laughs> but yeah, that was terrifying. And I managed not to spill any of the cheat curds, so it's, it's a good story all around. There you go. No for her, but. No, no, one asked you, no one asked you about how shirt your house. You never heard of Anchi that they get cheese cuts? Facts. Maybe Double she one. wanted some. Maybe that was the they whole reason she wanted to walk across. She was going to come ask for some cheese curds. She didn't know I had them. How did she know I was coming back from Culver's? How do you know somebody could have phoned her on her earpods telling her that you just left the shop? Oh, yeah, because some random ass fucking brown haired little white girl. The store owner. Fucking, the store owner no. hit her up and was like, yo. This guy just left. He's got cheese curds and He's got your cheese curds. spicy chicken sandwich. Bought the last bag. That was fucking terrifying, though, man. <laughs> I've been in some close scrapes with fucking vehicular moments, but... Dude, she's so tiny, she would have been splattered across my windshield. And it would have fucking head-on-headed a fucking police cruiser. Come on, now. Well, I mean, te- oh, I mean technically... Yeah, I was going to say, technically, if you hit her, you wouldn't have swerved into the police cruiser. I probably would have swerved when a fucking teenager... <laughs> Fucking slammed all over the front of my car. I'd then be like, oh fault, shit! <laughs> yeah, that'd be your fault. 100%. Because pretty much, if you've got something on your windscreen that's obscuring your vision, <laughs> that's 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 jail time, son. <laughs> you two are just fucking assholes. So the police would have stopped you for that? <laughs> probably. They'd have probably been like, sir, can we see your license? Sir, you got a little something slapping on your windshield? Right yeah, now, clean that off. Driving? I got a 16-year-old, what do you want? <laughs> Here's my I wouldn't say that to the police. I would <laughs> yeah, not no. say that to the police. <laughs> That's a different job. He's not of age. I would not have said that. Is that dead I teenager? Have that up in two years. Zim, is that dead teenager anywhere? So why? Yes, yes, it is. She's at least eighteen. I swear. <laughs> I swear. She's legal. Legal. I swear. Oh my god! I almost shit a brick when that happened. Uh. That's, that's rough. Funny. No, it's good. I like it. She told me <laughs> I was 18. Yeah, chat. That's, that's what I want to say. And she's bouncing off my windshield. She'd have been like, I'm 18. No. You'd have, you'd have told by the age of your airpods. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You know what pissed me off about it? And I was mad, too. Like, I was, I was happy I didn't kill the bitch. But I was mad. I was like, you sentiment entitled bitch. Little fucking teenager asshole. You saw me coming and you stepped off the curb. What? Where in your fucking twisted sense of I own the street did it happen when the big black fucking van is barreling down on your fucking petite little ass to get creamed? Like, no, 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 no. Let's do some math. He's probably listening to Green Day. Like, I walked this lonely road, the lonely road, you know, that song. She's probably listening to that as she crossed the street and you ruined it. Like, she was right there at that word. (sighs) On the lonely road. You said that you were a hundred yards away from her, right? I I couldn't judge her. if you were a (laughs) hundred yards away from her and she stepped out and then you had to swerve to me. No, a hundred yards. No, 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 no. She saw me when I was a hundred yards away. But, like. You, you still, you should have had plenty of time unless you were going over the speed limit. I was doing 35. What was the speed limit? 30. 15? <laughs> 30. Yeah, let's, just, let's just giggle and we'll see. Bro, she saw me when I was 100 yards away, waited until I fucking was within spitting distance to step off the well, street corner. 
There you go. Ten miles per hour is fourteen feet. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what are you trying to say? So what's forty two feet. Feet. Well he well, how long how he said he was doing twenty five. Thirty five. Yeah, I was oh, doing 35. 35 in yeah. a 30 zone. Yeah. 35 in a 30. That's over right. the speed limit. I'm Whoa. a rebel, bitches. Oh, over oh. the speed limit. <laughs> Straight away, we don't even have to do that. <laughs> there you go. 42 feet is 14 yards. Yeah. What's the point? So, like, have you seen her step now? Why did you have to swerve? <laughs> because it was right she was right on top of the van but in that case you must have been going at least 60 dude I was doing 30 dude look alright let me let me let me articulate this for you with pictures cause you're clearly too slow to understand what I'm saying okay my hand right here is dumb teenager chick on the curb this hand yeah. here that you can see now is my van my van's coming along at 35 miles an hour Chick okay. sees me with my hand off screen, right? Chick's like, oh, van coming. Here's me tooling. I get to right here. Chick steps out. Van goes, what? I can't See, stop. Yeah, at when that she point, does- he went from 35 to 45 to try to beat her off the curb, but it didn't work. So he had to it did not do that. No, I didn't. <laughs> See, but that's what we're saying is that in order to have traveled like 14 yards if you were traveling or 35, so... You would have had to have been like traveling another like many many yards at that speed. Now, if you seen her look at you a uh-huh. hundred yards away, yeah, in your license with mm-hmm. your everything, you should have went. That is a potential hazard on the road. I better slow down and expectant that she is going to step out in front of me, and what she did. So, if you had done what you were told when you were learning, you would have. Avoided all this. So, Zim is correct. You have just admitted to... <laughs> you know, very criminal. No, no, look, there was no crosswalk, <laughs> no stop sign, no light. Her ass should have waited till it was clear to go. When she saw me coming, she should have fucking well, either stepped 100 yards when it was 100 she yards away. you were 100, 100 yards away, so she was like, oh, I have time to cross the street. You stepped on another 15 yeah. miles. I did not. She waited like, till it was bitch. almost... A- she waited till it was almost to her to step off the curb, you jackasses. There's no crosswalk, there's no lights, right. there's a speed limit, there's a person next to the road, I'm going to break the speed limit. No, not Easy for an entitled little AirPod wearing 16-year-old bitch ass, no. You right. wait your ass on Better that curb till it's clear to go. Save the VOD because, like, this that's why we it. can't have nice Doc things. Is away. <laughs> this Doc's is why we is can't have up. nice things. No, Docs isn't locked up because the <laughs> bitch survived. The cops. No! <laughs> <laughs> this, 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 I'm not sending this video or this vibe. We're gonna, def- we're gonna defend the, we're gonna defend the teenager. She's probably sitting Why? in a cell she right now. She was the dumbass who stepped off the curb and almost got hit. She's sitting in a cell right now. He was looking for an insurance claim because you were speeding. <laughs> Y'all a bunch of assholes. <laughs> so not only does she not get cheese cup, you've, you've also just lost her in millions. Now she has PTSD. See what you did? Well, that's her fault. She shouldn't have stepped off the curb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I blame her. That's and her why alone. speed limits are in place. <laughs> oh yeah, because you follow the speed limit all the time too, you Scottish asshole. I don't try and hit teenagers with my car, <laughs> dude. If I was trying, I'd have been successful. The whole point was I wasn't trying to hit her. See, that's where we're two different people. <laughs> I set goals and I realize them. <laughs> 
You're such an asshole. Fair enough. You're such an asshole. Some someone I go to tell a wholesome story about me saving some <laughs> dumbass teenager's life, and now it's my fault. And now I'm the bad guy. Now it's your fault. You, th- you see what I gotta deal with, Titan? You see this shit? I mean, I'm with him. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? You guys are assholes. <laughs> so now that I'm all worked up, this is a good time for one of Chris's dumbass questions. How do you or what do you do to de-stress? Get you locked up. <laughs> we need to keep the streets safe. <laughs> oh yeah, because I'm a vicious vehicular kill- Carmageddon driver. There you go. We have to. We have to keep safe those sixteen-year-old teenagers. <laughs> Take their earpods out and wait for the crosswalk. And their black hoodies. <laughs> she had a nice pink shirt on, though. I mean, the shirt was kind of cute. How did you see under the hoodie? Because it was unzipped! <laughs> and and Zim actually makes a good on. point. Zim points out that at the start you said, I almost killed three people today. I did! No, I tried to save the lives. <laughs> well, you don't, you don't bury the lead. Come on now. <laughs> it's called clickbait. Wait, Get it right. I lost the name, you bury it. <laughs> but... <laughs> So yeah, Titan, what do you do to de-stress besides razz on me all day? <laughs> um, normally, honestly, I just listen to music for the most part. Yeah, what do you? Or to? I'll go outside and I'll play like basketball or something. I'm really big into sports. I've been play pretty much playing sports my whole life. The sports ball? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I played baseball. I played football. I played basketball. I played it all pretty much. Well, yeah. well whatever my school had anyway. Um, but most of the time, I listen to music for the most part. Yeah, what do you listen to? Honestly, I'll listen to anything but country music. Mm, why, why the country hate? Why, why, why hate on country? I hate country music. I can't. Country music is the most suicidal music ever. Literally, a poll was taken, taken saying <laughs> country music is suicidal because everybody just cries that they don't have their fucking girlfriend or their boyfriend with them. Boo-hoo. <laughs> I'm going to go fucking club. Country music. <laughs> Well, I, I have of... a red solo cup and I'm gonna drink it on a pier because I didn't get my girlfriend. Whoa! <laughs> you, you know, there's a running <laughs> joke about country music. If you play it backwards, your dog comes back, you don't lose your job. They your exactly. Works and your marriage. Hundred percent. <laughs> but there could be worse things in the world, like rap. No. Now. No. Now, hold on. No. 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 Hold no, no. on. We gonna fight now. This generation rap, yes. Like nineties oh, rap, no. What? No, no, even that. Eminem, okay. Everything else, what? what? Why? Why? Oh, just hell, are you, hate, why are you not hating people? on Biggie right now? Right? Like you're not doing Who? that. Biggie Smalls, Notorious B.I.G. I you don't know. You. He's from Scotland. You're getting kicked out. <laughs> I know Tupac. He's got a couple of good songs, but like, okay. all right, like, all right. You can't just say Eminem and then nobody else. That's not how that works. <laughs> Alright, so... I just generally know my thing. Like, my sister <laughs> listens to it all the time. It's like dance music as well. My brother listened to it, and it's like, why would you put your ears through that sort of fucking torture? Like, like there's nothing to it. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, wow. Like, I feel so excited now. Like, yeah. I'm so happy that I've just spent the next seven minutes because that guy you mean, pressed play. You mean you don't listen to Sandstorm on repeat like everybody else does? <laughs> See, but that was old school, like, good music. Like, nowadays, for me, I just think dance music is, oh, well done, you press play on your iPod. Like, congratulations. <laughs> like, 
Well, I mean, that's not fair. There's, there's some good dance music like Steve Aoki, Arn Van Buren, uh, DJ, was it, uh, DJ Heido. Does it dance? <laughs> now we're yeah, going but, way uh, back. Yeah, that's like way back. Yeah, like uh, Dead Mouse 5 is really good. Daft Punk broke up, so I guess that's some that's that's some sad news in the dance world. But why did why the hate for rap, Chris? It's shite. Okay. <laughs> like, are we talking? Are we talking rap as a whole? Or are we talking genre rap? Because genre uh, rap is trash. Like, rap, mumble rap is garbage. Mumble rap is fucking garbage. Lil Pump, Lil Xan, Lil Yachty, fuck those Rap, dudes. covering everything rap, R&B is just no my kind of thing. Like, if I'm being honest, like, as you said about countries, about uh, they just lost their wife or thing, as far as I'm concerned, R&B and rap is basically, oh, I got locked up because I'm doing drugs. Are you trying to say that R&B is... Oh, well, hold on. That's more rap than R&B. Than blues stuff, no fucking... Soul music, R&B, like the old school shit. I'm talking about R&B where it's in the club be 50 cent. Like, that's, that's not R&B. Rad, that's, that's not R&B. R&B. That's not R&B. <laughs> R&B. R&B is like Usher. Yeah. R&B like is like R&B. Usher. Even uh, worse. R. Kelly? Even worse. <laughs> no, R- not R. Kelly. R. Kelly pees on people. We're not yeah, but he's still up. technically classified <laughs> as R&B. No. R-, R. Kelly pees on people. He's officially out of any category. <laughs> So you love music. What like some what's some of your favorite artists, Titan? Oh, jeez. Um, let's see, I've seen I've seen Skillet like ten times. Oof. Christian Rock, Ooh. huh? Skillet? Oh yeah, I'm not talking to you, Chris. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I've seen Three Doors Down. Like I'm more into the rock genre more than so anything rock- really. Yeah. Yeah. Um other than that, like I'm into certain pop music. Like when Taylor I was younger. Huh, what'd you say? Taylor Swift? Fuck no, Taylor Swift is No, T-Swizzle! Oh, just before you start... <laughs> you can't be hating on T-Swizzle! Taylor Swift is trash. Like, do you ever see that meme where it's like, oh, Taylor Swift is down here and it shows, like, the sewer, and then people pour cement in there like it's the gr- like it's the clown from It? That's what I want to do with Taylor Swift. I want to lock her in the fucking sewer. I want to cover every fucking hole we could possibly fill so she never comes out, okay? But why would you wow, do that when wow. she's got some of the greatest songs ever? I don't get it's trash. I prevails version of blank space is twenty times better than yes, her version yes, of blank it space. is. Yes, 100% it is. Hundred percent better. Hundred percent. Is it really? Because she puts the emotion in it. She's dude. Saying, I prevail is way. Better. I prevail puts more emotion in it than she does. What do you mean? It does. <laughs> I prevail is fucking like, no, fire. Talking at no, us, like <laughs> no. I mean. I mean, I'll give you Beyonce, she's shite, but you don't shit on Tay The Queen Bee! What do you mean you hate the Queen Bee? I'm sorry, I can't. Taylor Swift sucks. I can't listen to her. Even Dark Hater, and that's what makes us compatible. <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 I will say this. I'm not a big fan of T-Swizzle either. I, I love fucking teasing people being like, why are you hating on T-Swizzle? No, Taylor Swift is garbage. Yeah, it's it's the same song over and over again. My boyfriend Fact. cheated on me. No, it's no. Yes, literally, it gets the fucking concerts I've been in. Chris always had something different. <laughs> Chris, she literally gets in a relationship just to break up with the person to write a fucking album. It's That's all she does. It's called content creation. She has no fucking love life because she just future. wants to make albums. Okay, <laughs> she just tries to make albums with all of her exes involved. Okay, that's all it is. I wouldn't look for love. She's never going to get married because she's just going to end up writing another song about it. 
I will say this. Exactly. I will, and what's going to happen is you're going to play Apex and you're going to come off it. You're going to bitch and moan or put Apex, make content, and then go, I'm going to go back to Apex so I can get more content. She's doing the exact same thing. But I suck She's at Apex. I don't get any life. content. So what's your point? <laughs> she sucks at relationships. Apparently. <laughs> I, I will, well, there you go, you're <laughs> pretty much on par. <laughs> I, will, I will defend T-Swizzle on this one. What Kanye did at the VMAs was bullshit. Oh, yeah. Like, that's just, oh, yeah, that was yeah. Kanye, a, like I said, Kanye West is a fucking dickhead. Oh, my God. He's, he's such a, a He's a weirdo. Like, that dude is weird. Fuck him and his shoes. <laughs> no. <laughs> his shoes look like they'd be painful to fuck. Right. Well, I mean, not the sand, not those Crocs. There's holes in them. I know you get a little, you, you, you get some ventilation in that bitch. I was, I just thought it meant you were talking about the embarrassment of actually dating it with somebody that would wear them. Ooh, I mean, that too. Yeah. Not wrong. Not wrong. Not wrong. Being, like, not wrong. Like, that's a fucking walking shame. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my God. like it was the bad worst sex you ever had in your life. So you just give her a pair of Yeezys to walk out with and be like, "You, you suck. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Take these. It's your parting <laughs> gift." Oh my god, that's fucked up. Um, let's see. What else what else do we get on this list of shit? So we talked about how you de-stress, we talked about what you do outside of streaming and Twitch. Yeah, so so interesting about the music, like the whole reason that's mm-hmm. like why I de-stress and everything. So when I my mom was actually seventeen when she had me. Mm-hmm. So like I'm partially an eighties baby for the most part. But like I was nice. obviously I was raised in the '90s, so like <clears throat> I played like techno, like all that shit, Super Nintendo, all that stuff. But uh, music-wise, my uncle went to college for like um, staging, so like lights, right. audio, all that stuff. But like <clears throat> growing up, we would literally listen to '80s music, '90s music, and then as I started getting older, obviously the 2000s stuff like that. But when I live at my mom's house, we would actually sit in the backyard and we would put on pandora or like something that would just play random songs and we would literally sit there and guess the song within five seconds no matter what song it was like anything like that but me and my uncle can also match songs to other songs (laughs) if that makes sense so like you guys know um lonely no more by rob thomas yes like i don't want to so if you listen to that and then rickson's um broken heart if you listen to those at the same time during the chorus, they're the same exact melody. They just change the words to it. Isn't that a case of the same producer making the same song? I don't. I don't think it's the same person though. Well, maybe it's, I, maybe it's the same production house. Like it's the same producer though. I, uh, it's probably just a sample. But like same thing with uh, Ariana Grande. She stole from NSYNC. She literally stole oh, like a yeah. whole verse from NSYNC yeah. for her one song. Um, Newfound Glory oh, and God, One I Direction. Hate that, man. Newfound Glory and One Direction basically have the same start to one song. Like, we can point those things out at just hearing a couple notes from a song and stuff like that. So that's, that's like, the main reason I listen to music is just because that's what I was growing up on. Yeah, I, music for me is one of those things where, like, I could definitely relate to de-stressing because, like, if I'm writing a, a scene for an RPG or if I'm, I'm, like, when I'm not streaming, editing the podcast, I've always got music playing because... There's something about music that allows you to like relax and be more creative, I think. In yeah. a way for me. Like I honestly wish there wasn't DMCA for Twitch, but like when I'm off stream, like after I get off stream, I'll literally just throw on my normal like songs and I'll just play COD or just, like just vibe out, just listen to music and just de stress that way too. Like I'll just play something that's not stressful. 
even if it's just chess with Chris or, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, the DMCA thing is... A the, joke. It's a joke. It It is a joke. I I get it. I understand the concept of a DMCA. You don't want music, you know, that wasn't paid for being given away yeah. for free. But, like, the, the, the overarching benefit of having, like, a streamer, say, like, Tim or Summit play a song on their yeah. stream the, you would think that whoever watched that stream they'd be like oh hey summit hey tim what's that song and then they would either go stream that song because they heard it or they would yep. go buy the album like and that that was tim's biggest thing like he's he just chats for literally two hours before like during his stream and people would donate and be like hey tim check this song out hey tim check this yeah. song out and everybody in chat would be like yo link the link the song link this link that like they would go to check out the song or save it to their playlist but now you can't even do that like Tim literally deleted like ten years worth of videos because of DMCA. Yeah, I think I think that I think an argument should be made for discoverability, like DMCA, like DMCA versus discoverability. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I've got an unpopular opinion on the DMCA. Oh right? lord, here we go. This is going to go sideways, and that's probably as going to go well with Twitch streamers. But I'm sorta on the side of the record companies, not fully. Right. Like, the fact that they've got the Autobots that are gone and they're claiming against people that have walked by a building that happened to have been playing one of their songs, that's all bullshit. But what you have to remember is in this day and age, look at it like, the other week there, you were talking about a new anime or something like that that had came out. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, and you literally said that they're only going to on this platform. And then said that you're not going to pay for that platform to stream it. So that usually means that what you're going to do is you're going to find out a way to get it for free, which means that the company that made that anime are not getting money. So if you and 74 million other people have done that, that's a shit ton of money that that company's no made out. And then you have the people that will turn around and be like, oh, this company, they've ruined this anime because of this in the production. You're like, well, they've kind of lost out in $3.2 billion worth of in or revenue because people aren't paying for their shit anymore. So you can't blame the artist for no wanting to be able to put in the right kind of work. No. And it's the same on music. Like, it came out in Spotify. See, musicians that are on Spotify they get pennies for a stream. Like, they don't make money on Spotify. No. So see when Twitch was using that and streamers were using that, music musicians weren't making money on it. So the fact that record companies have turned around and went, well, do you know what? No, we're going to stop this. We, need, we want the money because we're not going to be able to put our content because other content creators are using our content for free. And fine because like you th you buy a, a a CD or you buy a DVD, the first big title that comes up is it's for personal use. You're not allowed to stream it. You're not allowed to show on a public setting. That's the same for music. But people are downloading the music or buying it or they're doing whatever, and then they're patching it up. So it's like I can understand why the 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 record companies, the musicians, and that kind of stuff are doing it. At the same time, you've also seen musicians come out and say, like, we've created this album that's for DMCA, you're yeah. free to use it. 
that's cool. That's on their terms. But yeah, but, but see, so I think it's I think it's more the record company rather than the artist though. Yeah, I like I feel like I feel like the artists don't really care as much as the record companies. But oh, yeah. like the record companies aren't even like Twitch is literally trying to talk to them, trying to figure stuff out, and they yep. just sent an email saying that like DMCA basically said, "Fuck you, we're just gonna keep auto banning." Like they yeah. like DMCA, they're not even trying. Like the record companies aren't trying to agree with twitch like twitch is trying everything possible because everybody's complaining about it because we hate listening to the same you know five seven songs all over yeah. again but i mean like i said i think it's more record company than musicians like logic he can't even listen to his own music yeah which yeah. is retarded yeah like no i definitely agree and he's even like i wish i could but the record company won't let me let you guys listen to my music like, he came out right you know and said that yeah yep. well i think that is uh, and i think that's like like Zim said in that, uh, that you could literally get rid of the record companies. I think a lot of artists are starting to do that. See, with the likes of Twitch and stuff like that, mm. like there's a lot of musicians on Twitch that have yeah. now built their, their own studio to be able to produce their own music. Yep. And the fact that there is musicians that are producing music purely to be used on streaming platforms. So I think it's one of the ones that... It's another thing where, like, somebody made the argument that the problem with record companies is they've still not caught up with the times of technology now. True. Where online is where it is. Mm -hmm. So they've not caught up with that. But what they're doing, what, as I said, the way they're doing it is stupid. Like, the fact that they're banning people for a use of their thing and they're not even giving anybody a chance to, yeah. like, somebody walked by a shop and that shop was playing the music. But they're the getting fucked with it, and it's their fucking livelihood. You're like, in that sense, the record companies have shot themselves in the foot because everybody's gone. Well, do you know what? Fuck you. We're not gonna do anything with you now. And I think that's why a lot of musicians will start like switching it and start doing their own thing so that they can do it that way. I think the whole DMCA thing, as much as it's a massive aspect to Twitch right now, I think maybe by late to the end of this year I think you will find that we've progressed enough that it won't even be an issue because musicians will have brought out their own stuff that you can use um, record companies will probably start to understand hold on if we don't fucking do something now we're out the door then it'll all start thiming down it's just that right now it's a shit show and it's a shame for Twitch because Twitch got a lot of shit for it yeah. When Twitch couldn't do anything, because everybody keeps on turning around and going, fucking Twitch are owned by Amazon. They could easily pick like, Twitch or not. Twitch are, 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 are Amazon own Twitch, but Amazon have fuck all to do with Twitch. Twitch runs at a loss. Twitch does not make money. <clears throat> yeah, they do. Bezos bought a company that doesn't actually, no, they don't actually make profit. Yeah, I was, they I was make agreeing money with and you. it goes out, but they don't make profit. They actually do run at a loss. It yeah, might no, not be a major opinion. loss, but so Amazon aren't actually making money on Twitch. So the fact that Twi Twitch can't go out and just buy a yeah. royalty thing and all that kind of stuff, it's just no what they'll do. And let's be honest, Amazon, with Amazon Music, that pay for the rights to listen to it, to have that, aren't going to want Twitch to go and do that. What they would rather do is turn it, like, look at Twitch Studio or the music soundtrack thing. That's Amazon Music that you're allowed to use on your your Twitch, and it takes the VOD, the songs out the VOD, so you can upload later on, and it can stay. That's how that's worked. That's run by Amazon Music, basically. Mm -hmm. 
So that's how Amazon's got to ruin it, is they can now flop this. There you go, you can use that because it's under our rights for the music. But I think it's it's just one of the topics where at the moment it's shit for the exact reasons that you've got. Like musicians only getting their music out there because everybody's going, oh, we're listening to lo-fi now. Yeah. Because that's the only shit people can actually put on stream, really. So <laughs> yeah. a lot of musicians are losing their discoverability. Like, it's only in like your private life. And then even at that, nobody can really turn around and go, oh, you should listen to this song. Because nobody really goes on and says, oh, look at this playlist that I've found. Enjoy it. Yeah. It's, that's it's a, so just that's another shit. thing. Like, I, a Twitch, like, I know mute your video, but there's certain playlists that are like, oh, this is DMCA free. This is DMCA free. But, like, you play it and your video gets muted. Like, like I wish yeah. Twitch would either let the song play when you when you go through your own VOD or tell you what song on the playlist was muted so you could take it off the playlist. Yeah. Because yeah. I have... Because I have... I've gone through multiple playlists and try to make my own playlist of songs that, like, I want to listen to, and it still gets muted, but I just don't know what songs are getting muted in the video if you told me what songs i would take them out and add new songs you know what i mean just to try to complete a full dmca free playlist but they don't tell you any of that they just mute the video and they're like haha fuck you like yeah i mean well, I, yeah I, like twitch isn't perfect like there's a lot of things that twitch do that you just you have to question but at the same time i think it's it's for me it's just it's a bit it's a bit unfair to put all the blame on one thing when said, Twitch is actually trying. Yeah, like I said, Twitch is like yeah. trying though. It's the it's the record companies that are like, no, we're not doing this. Yeah, like it's just it's them that are just being assholes at this point because they yeah. want money. It's greed. That's yep. it. Well, I and you made a couple of really good points, Chris, and so did you, Titan. And I, I think the major argument comes down to it's not necessarily the artist that is worried so much about their their music uh, not being profitable. It's the record company because. As Zim said earlier in, in the chat thread, artists don't make money off of record sales. They never did. They make their money off of ticket sales, tour, and merch. That's yeah. that's where the real money comes in. It's the mm-hmm. the record sales are what what the company makes money off of. The, so when it comes to streaming and DMCA, ninety percent of the time the artists will say, "Yeah, you know, go ahead and play my music." I, I would much. I would much rather you hear the music and then somebody in your stream be like, oh, that's cool. Let me listen to it. Now. Right. And yeah. then either stream it or go buy the single on Amazon or whatever. Then them not having the option of discoverability. The, the problem comes into your, the, the music industry, much like a lot of the industries that we've talked about on this podcast, especially you and me, Chris, is a relic of an era that no longer needs to be. Like the record yeah. label companies originally were the only ones that had access to recording studios only had uh the equipment needed to record properly they had access to engineers which your artists didn't have back in the day now since we're in the digital era dude we run a podcast you and i with high level mics we do all our own engineering we do all our own editing we do all our own work all our own production 20, 30, yeah. 40 years ago, that wasn't even an option. So the record label still was like, if you want your music to get out on a global scale or on a nationwide scale, you got to come to us. Yep. Where yeah. now, you anybody with any level of talent, be conversational talent, musical talent, artistic talent, 
can fire up a camera or fire up a mic on a PC or a phone even. Yeah, like look at TikTok. Look at how many people are blowing up just on TikTok. Oh, and TikTok's yeah. going to have its its day of reckoning too because the record labels are coming for TikTok too. Yeah. Well, I'm just talking about like people that are making right. their own music off of TikTok more or less, not like record companies coming for TikTok. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's more just, more people are listening to TikTok than they are the radio anymore, to be honest. That's why songs are blowing up and streaming and shit like that because who honestly – who honestly? Who listens to the radio anymore? I get in the car, I plug in my iPhone, I listen to whatever's on my phone. I don't even listen. It to was the radio at this anymore. moment that he knew. He yeah, no, that's up. that's true. That's literally how I think it is. Like, and I think another aspect of it is the pandemic really didn't. I think the pandemic kind of forced record companies into doing this because they're no getting their yep. cut of tours, they're no getting their cut of ticket sales. So it was a kind that the only way they could survive was to try and get money wherever. You'll probably find by the end of the year when things start to reopen and bands start getting back out, yep. it'll start dying down as well that way, where people are like, oh, well, we kind of overreacted with that one, didn't we? You would hope so. But then but then if you want to look at the devil's advocate argument, streamers should have saw this coming. Like when the whole DMC, thing, when the whole DMC thing on Twitch dropped, everybody was like, oh my God, how dare they? Dude, this happened three years ago on YouTube. Anybody yeah, yeah. who's on Twitch has some presence on YouTube or has some knowledge of YouTube and saw what happened to YouTube. So for, for Twitch streamers, and I don't care if this makes me unpopular, for you to sit there and play the victim of like, oh, da 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 you had three years advance notice that this was coming down the pipe and you chose to be oblivious. Like the minute I saw what happened on YouTube, because I've been an affiliate for three years on Twitch. I, I've been streaming off and on for four, right? I saw what happened on YouTube, and I was like, yo, this is going to happen to Twitch. And a lot of people I talked to before I met Titan, a few other streamers that were not affiliated like I was, were like, ah, Twitch is its own thing. You never got to worry about it, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, dude, this is going to happen. And uh, it was reinforced when uh, a content creator on YouTube called Upper Echelon Gaming made a video about the dmca uh armageddon whatever sensationalized that was coming to twitch and i was like bro you, you can't you like you hit the nail on the head we as twitch streamers knew this was coming we knew it was coming and a lot of us were like eh, fuck it we don't care yeah. and then everybody's like oh now i gotta do this and it's unfair you had ample warning you had ample warning to do it and you chose not to so and i think i think another thing was like small streamers quote unquote were all like oh we're undiscoverable anyway so fuck yep. it they're not gonna find us we might as well just play it anyway right mm -hmm. and some of them still do i, I pop into random streams all the time yep. when i'm home and they're still blasting music and i'm like yeah i i rated someone the other day and they were playing like 90s pop music and i was like okay that's cool he has like four thousand followers i'm like you're probably gonna do DMCA band, but that's okay. You you do you. <laughs> yeah, like like every time I every time I do a stream where I've got like if I'm doing like a just chatting, I play music, but I make sure like you do that it says no copyright. And yep. after I'm done, the next day when I go review my analytics, I check that DMCA box. I go into the video production chat of uh, or section of Twitch, and I make sure there's no DMCA marks because yep. even though I'm as little as I am, I still consider like i don't want to give anybody ammunition to get rid of me because i like doing my job like i like doing right. this and that's what i said like i wish twitch told you yep. what songs yeah. were muting your channel because at that point you could just take it out of the playlist and not have to worry about it 
yeah, and I, I think that might be a way forward for Twitch is like, because they're like, oh, we're working on it, they're working on it, but yeah, but are you though? Or are you just trying to appease the advertisers? Because then you got the whole advertiser issue that happened with Amaranth last week. Yeah. Like, they just yanked her advertising. They're like, whoop! And, okay, I'm not going to be the asshole that's like, she deserved it. Because I'm not going to hate on anybody getting their bag. Like, she's hustling to make yeah, like, money. Why did she deserve it? What do you mean? You said that you didn't want to be the person that would say that she deserved what she got. What did she deserve? Like that's like I know that this is going to be off topic on this kind of thing, but the one thing that's pissing me off with this whole oh, hot hot tub beta that's going on and all that kind of stuff is see at the end of the day, Twitch are not pushing them as much as people want to argue. Right. See when I go on Twitch, my recommended does not have a hot tub stream on it because Next. it's not the content I watch. Right. See the people that are to blame for hot tub streams being big. It's the people that watch them. Yeah. See the fourteen thousand men yep. that are on the stream watching it. Those are the reasons why the hot tub streams are big. Or a little it's because they're watching. It does yeah. not matter what the content creator does. It's the viewers that dictate who's big and who's not. So for anybody that keeps on shitting on like Amaran for any other hot tub streamer, it's not them. They, they've got their fucking buck. They know how to fucking work that. Like, right. they've done their loophole fucking research. They're yep. no breaking the rules. The and problem that is is because small streamers and other streamers are going, they're taking their viewers. No. It's because the Waynes want to go and watch the titties. That is what it is. And do you know what? That's their prerogative. If they don't want to sit and watch a grown-ass man scream at a game, then that's fine. That's that they, they don't want to watch that. If they go out to go and watch a woman write their name on a banana, then that's what's going to happen. Yeah, no, I, I fully agree. But what I was saying is, I'm not one of the guys that'll sit there and celebrate that she got yeah. demonetized because for me, get those your hustle. Like, don't, those like, are the get people that hustle. don't want to work hard. Yeah, those right. are the people that don't want to work hard. Are the people that are like, oh, she's stealing my views. No, you're yeah. not getting views because you don't want to do this or you don't want to do that. She's not stealing your views. You just got to be a better content creator. Right. She she's definitely in a, she definitely knew the loophole, like Dred said and Chris brought up. She knew she was operating in, 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 a, in, a, in a shaky ground area, like 100%. She knows it. She's not dumb. None of, none, yeah. of, none of the big streamers like Amaranth or uh, a couple of the other really big hot tub streamers, none of them are dumb. They know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. So, like, and if, if, if you want to take another step, another step forward, Belle Delphine is not some dumb, cutesy, kawaii idiot. She's a smart businesswoman who knows her what audience and what knows how to fucking get the bag. Now, the fact that Amaranth got her advertising taken, that's bullshit. You shouldn't have done that. Like, she should have been notified before what, you took What was it. the advertisement, though? All her advertiser money. So any uh, of her advertisements that ran on stream, she got... Mm-hmm. And when you're a partner, you get a bigger cut of the advertising route. Yeah, They yeah, took yeah. her entire ad rev that hadn't been paid out yet. Without warning, without communication, they yanked yeah, it. They didn't yeah. notify her. And then yeah. when she made us think about it on social media, they were like, oh, yeah, we reinstated ads on your channel and we shouldn't have did that. You, you shouldn't have did that in the first you place. You did it on purpose. On yeah. accident, right. <laughs> no, I just, for kind of we just accidentally activated on your channel and your channel only to get more money. It's fine. Right, and I, I, I would agree that, like, Twitch has a right to do what they want. It is their platform. 
But you also yeah. have a social contract with your with your content creators to be like, hey, this is what we don't want to see. This yeah. is what we're going to do to correct yep. it if we don't have you guys fall in line. Now, it's clear Twitch is moving in the direction to make money, right? Like they're operating yep. at a yep. loss. 100%. Amazon is finally like, you guys got to start making money or we're screwed. So of course they're going to make the shift to advertiser friendly content, but but what they need to do before taking somebody's ad rev is lay out very clearly, not ambiguously, because if you go through TOS, there's a lot of ambigu- ambigu- ambiguity. Today, Junior. Exactly. Ambiguity <laughs> in their in their TOS. Like you could read it and interpret anyway. Clear yeah. clearly state what you want yeah. as an advertiser friendly. Then if if that's broken, by all means dole out consequence but don't do it without letting somebody know and then retroactively go my bad we shouldn't have did that because then you're the dickhead you're the asshole that's like me walking up to one of my kids and being like here's five bucks and like oh great and then like when they're asleep snatch their five bucks when they're asleep and be like when they come ask me where their five bucks is like oh you broke terms of service huh yeah i think as well is you have to also look at the way that youtube done it is in YouTube, it's you've got the mature content, which is because there's certain advertisers that don't want to advertise on certain content. Yep. Right. So, but there's other ones that are happy with that. So it's one of the ones. It's understandable that some ad companies might not want to advertise through hot tub streams or mm-hmm. angry fourteen year old that was on streams or anything like that, but with bad language. That's up to the advertisers. It's their name that's fucking getting put out there. Yeah. But again, Twitch has to come to the understanding of transparency, where it's like the Real ad company doesn't want to add on you. So, like, your your ad might go down because if we can't put ads on your thing, that's because the ad companies don't want to do it. At least then the content creators can go, well, that's our responsibility now. You've notified us of our. Yeah. Our levels and it's up to us now. Well, that's like so, that's like when all the family family friendly streamers on Twitch were getting the Trojan ads. They, they yeah, actually, right. Twitch was just fucking playing them. Like, yeah, figure it the fuck out, Twitch. Either like that's that's the stuff you should have been playing on her stream, not fucking family friendly streams. Like, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. If I've ever watched a twelve year old on Warzone, it has immediately made me go. Always wear a fucking condom. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> Not wrong. Not well, wrong. This, this generation, anyway. Back in the day, we were when we were yelling at each other. They they couldn't handle those lobbies. They couldn't Ooh, handle those lobbies. Man. Back in the day when we were in a group playing Goldeneye, me and my buddy sitting in a basement, the shit that we talked. Oh PC, my god! Cod four lobbies. Who? PC was not a thing back in the day. Like me and like eight of my buddies would sit down and do GoldenEye tournaments around an N64. We said the nastiest shit to each other. And I'm talking like foul, man. Sims so, yeah. 2 used to get fucking wild and all. Oh, shut up, Chris. <laughs> shut up, Chris. You couldn't understand what they were saying, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, so let's 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 uh, let's tackle another question, seeing as how we have you Titan. This is another running theme that Chris and I talk about a lot, and we think it needs to have more light shined on it. What kind of mental impact does streaming put on you? And, and I mean, if you want to elaborate to you and your relationship as well, that's up to you, however you want to take it. But, yeah, what kind of mental impact and stress are you under by streaming and whatnot? 
like relationship with like my girlfriend is that you mean or just like any any, any any relationship how does it relate to you how does this mental angle what does the mental toll of streaming have on you and, and sort of your life honestly the only time that i really feel like it's mentally straining is when you're streaming for the most part like I'm a small streamer, like, you know, obviously everybody's like, oh, post here, post there. So, like, I'm posting on TikTok, I'm trying to do YouTube videos and stuff like that. Obviously, I'm not big on any form of social media, but it's just, like, when you're streaming. Now, I've been doing it for a little over two years now. I know you've been doing it for, like, four, but it's just, like, yeah. yeah. So, it's just, like, at one point, you have your highest of highs where you're averaging, you know, five to ten viewers for, like, a good week. And all of a sudden it drops to one and you look back on it like what did I what have I been doing wrong or like why didn't they come back and stuff like that. That's like the biggest hit for me is when I look at my view count and I'm just I know I know everyone's like it's not about the numbers, but like right. it kinda is. Like you is. need those numbers to fucking get to where you wanna go. You know what I mean? And I mean other than that, like I don't think about streaming as much when I'm not streaming. Like as soon as I'm done she, I mean, she normally sleeping because I stream late, but like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, when I'm working, I don't really think about it. So, I mean, other than that, it's just like when I'm streaming is when it takes the most hit, basically. So, you've been able I to probably ask... say that's actually quite a that's one of the better ways I've heard somebody like from talking to people. It, the main thing that always came out is that it's as if they can't switch off, it's just they're constantly thinking of what they have to do next where they have to go, what can they do, how can they can improve, and all that kind of stuff. The fact that you can switch off yeah. in between starting and stopping, or stopping and starting, is probably one of the better ways I've heard somebody say they're streaming, because I would say that's probably a lot healthier. Yeah. Because... Like, like obviously, I want to... Like, as soon as I'm done streaming, I know... I average five viewers here and there and I'm not like trying to have people clip stuff and I have my own like stream deck to clip things. Like I'll go back and I'll clip my own stuff. And like, like normally the days that I think about streaming are only the days that I stream. So like I'll stream from, you know, seven to 10 and then from like 10 to 12, I'll go back, clip everything, do all that stuff. And then after that, I don't think about it until the next day when I'm streaming again. Yeah. That's about like literally the only thing. For me, yeah. for me, I I, I kind of I approach it a little differently. Like when I'm on, I'm on. But then I think about all the back end stuff I got to do because I think I think about what the next art is going to be, what the next overlay look is going to be like, what what artists am I going to interview, what's the next project I want to line up. So the the mental the mental toll on me isn't isn't the being on so much as being okay. What on the back end do I need to do now? To make sure that I can continue to grow, and then yeah. the the other mental the other mental stress for me is okay, how do I separate the the back end stream work, the on camera work, and then my day job and my family stuff? So I've got like the four or five different categories yeah. that I have to balance. So right now, everybody's upstairs hanging out with the dog, cracking jokes, playing puzzle games. I'm down here working, right? Yeah. How do I manage the stress of missing out on that for being here? And then the other on the flip side for me is like when they hear me laughing and cracking jokes down here, are they thinking, well, he's having more fun with them than he does with us? So yeah. for me, managing the mental load is tough because I have to compartmentalize it and schedule 
when I can do what. So hearing you be like, oh, once I'm done, I'm done. That's a refreshing thing because, dude, I'm always thinking about the next project, the next yeah. show, the next piece of art, the next piece of merch, all that. And I, for yeah, me, you, like, I, but you also have a lot of things going. Like, you have this, you have your normal stream, you have Dungeon and Dragon stuff like that. Like, I literally just play, you know, Apex. I play. I don't have. I'm not trying to grind for an org. I think the the most the time it's the most frustrating for mental health is when you're just starting. Yeah, everybody that just started is like, oh, this is gonna be easy. You know, we don't have to grind for anything. But, like, the, the thing is, is, like, you literally have to put yourself out there on other social medias, get yourself on YouTube, get yourself on TikTok. I wouldn't say Instagram because anytime you post on Instagram, we're like, oh, promote it here, promote it here. Yeah, exactly. like, oh, fuck you. I'm not promoting my shit anywhere. I'm literally posting it on Instagram. Like, you're not going to help me. But, like, when I first started, I would say my mental health was probably the worst because I was trying, you know, trying to figure out what my overlay was going to look like trying to you know save for a computer trying to save for a webcam you know trying to do all this stuff at once when in reality if you take your time and slowly you know work your way towards that stuff you're not gonna as they say grind as hard and wear yourself out whereas now i'm more like you know i I stream monday tuesday wednesday i set that schedule for myself that's what i'm gonna do and then like wednesday started to become new with me and chris like i was just doing seven and then Chris was like, yo, let's get some games in. So I moved that up to like five or six, mm-hmm. try to ease it in. We always have a good time Wednesday. You know, you don't want to play games that are like mentally draining. Like I can't, I don't understand how people can just play the same game for like 12 hours. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can't play, I, I tried to play Apex for what, 24 hours for my 24 hours. Yeah. I played Apex for most of it. Yeah, I caught part of that. I was literally drained. I like, I couldn't play Apex anymore. I had to get off of it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Like back in the day, I was able to do that because I was young and like new games were constantly coming out. I think if COVID didn't happen, it would be a lot different, to be honest. Yeah. Because there would be more games out. Think about how many games got pushed back this year just because of COVID and how people couldn't work on them. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I can't wait for Diablo 2 Remake to come out. That's going to be something not new, but new and refreshing to play. Right. Overwatch 2, stuff like that. But like right now, the gaming market is so stale. That's another reason I keep going back to Apex, and it keeps, you know, I'm, I would not, I'm not saying I'm not saying for you. I'm not saying for like it's just my perspective okay. for me, the games I play. You know what I mean? Like there, I I'm more of a shooter. Like I'll play, you know, WoW, Final Fantasy 14 here and there. But like, if you don't have anybody to play with for those games, it's not really as much fun as trying to win a game of Apex or you know right. grinding towards Masters or Diamond and stuff like that. Um, like I love Assassin's Creed games and stuff like that. Other than that, but like. Right now, for me, I don't really like anything in the market. Yeah, because I can kind of agree with that on the sense of uh, last November, the PlayStation 5 came out. Uh, here in November, the PlayStation mm-hmm. 5 came out. What games did they bring out for the PlayStation 5? Because Nothing. during the pandemic, everybody went, well, do you know what? We'll delay and we'll redo it for the new gen consoles. And you go into, like, like, you go into PlayStation 5, like the PSN store, and see every game that they announced. It's all coming out in like August this year. Mm-hmm. Like everything was like you had two or three games that were coming. Look at uh, Oddworld. Oddworld got announced last what February. Yeah. It got announced, and then it came out in March this year. Yeah, right. Like so, that was a whole year they pushed back so yeah. that they could update it for the new gen. So I think it is one of the ones that. On one side, the pandemic was really, really good for streamers and content creators because everybody had a lot more time 
he'd do the stuff because you couldn't go anywhere. But at the same time, everything else shut down. So it was like you had all the... Normally, you've got all this content, but no enough time to make it. But yep. this year, I feel as if you've had a lot more time, but not enough has came out to be able to make the content that you've got the time for. So I think it has been like... That's where I would say that numbers is streaming has actually taken a bit more because you've got so much more time, you start focusing on that. Whereas normally, if you were streaming, all you'd be focusing on is the game and enjoying the game. Because that's what people come to watch, let's be honest. But without having that new content that's keeping yep. your attention and dragging you on, that's where you start thinking about all the other little things that are going on. Like, for me, starting today, the streaming, like, even now, I still really don't have an interest in making it a career or anything like that. Like, I was even sitting thinking, like, one of the things I said, the only thing that stopped me from getting up to my affiliate is that my viewer count is, like, 2.65 average viewers and it needs to be three to be able to get affiliate. Mm. But I was sitting thinking about that this week because I was talking to Zim or, I can't, oh, it was, I think it was, like, Friday or Thursday or something like that. I was talking to Zim when we were playing and I literally said, we were talking about who like getting to affiliate and how I managed to get my follower count something or that. But I was sitting there thinking after that, and I was like, I, I don't know if I would want to even start. Like even if I get affiliate, I don't know if I would want to turn on subs because it's like I'm happy streaming when I want. I feel as if if I started having subscribers, there's that sort of pressure that well you oh, have yeah. to give them. You're paying money for the content, so you need to do it. Whereas I feel as if when me and Zim play on a Tuesday at Final Fantasy, I have a great fucking time because I look forward to that game. On a Wednesday when I play with you at Rogue or Apex or Chess or anything like that, I have a great fucking time. On a Friday when I play the horror games, as much as I say I fucking hate them, it's a great fucking laugh that yeah. I have. See, just no having that pressure of, oh, it's that I need to stream. I need, like, the amount of times me and Zim sort of went, oh, instead of playing the night, we'll play it on Thursday, or why don't we play this instead because I'm not feeling that game. Yeah. See, just having that sort of freedom, it's refreshing as I, opposed to. I think that's more followers than subs, though, because, like, you could play any game and still get subs, but your follower count, your view count, like, I know most people are probably going to get more views playing Fortnite than Warzone, stuff like that. Like, obviously, you can't say Tim, but Tim's view count when he plays certain games is lower than he plays more games. Like, when he played Fortnite, yeah. he was going high, but when he switched to, like, Valorant, his views dropped because it wasn't Fortnite, so he lost all that audience. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't feel as... When I tell people to, that join the stream, like you, you know, stuff like that, like Bill Bob, all, all the time, he's like, yo, I'll sub to you next week. I don't have money right now. I'm like, Bill Bob, honestly, just you being here is more yeah. than a sub. I'm like, awesome. I don't really care. You know what I mean? Like, this probably won't be a career for me. I'm probably going to work my whole fucking life away. And this is honestly just going to be yep. hanging out with people that love gaming just like I do. That's more It's a like hobby that pays. Right, exactly. That's like, I, took my, I talked to my boss uh, at work and he was like surprised when... The day I met Chris when um, Anita raided me, I told him how I made like 200 bucks in one day. And he's like, just playing video games? I was like, yeah, just playing fucking video games. Like I literally sat there and I got $200 and this person raided me with like, what, four, I think it was what, 4,000 viewers or something? Jesus, yeah, congrats. Yeah. And he was like, that's fucking insane. I was like, yeah, I literally sit down and just play video games the whole time. And he's like, and people watch? I was like, yeah, it's like we just fuck around bullshit. Like, 
I'd rather you follow or just watch the stream rather than sub. Like, I don't care about your money. Like, I'd rather you use money for your life, your family, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, when it comes That's to... the kind of way I was seeing it. Like, it's cool having that sort of, oh, I'm an affiliate or I'm a partner. Like, that recognition is cool. But to be perfectly honest, my favourite part about it is, like, like this. See, just being able to just sit down, have a laugh, and just bullshit about things. Yep. Same with playing like paladins and all that kind of stuff. It's like that was the thing. Like because there was a couple of people that actually brought this up on one of my one of my streams. See when on the Friday where uh, me, Doc, Sim, and Snacky and Crafty played paladins. Like through that entire thing, I kept on timing in chat. Good luck. Let's go. Like you seen it when we played mm -hmm. it, and I kept on just timing like his yep. own fucking rogue company, which was fucking hilarious. <laughs> but see, just having that whole because there was a lot of people that were timing. See when like the five years got beat, and we were sitting there going, "Fucking hell, that team were amazing. Like they were so good at that game." And it's like I had people in the chat that were sitting going, "Like it was such a refreshing thing where it was, it wasn't about the winning. It was just you were yeah. having a laugh, yeah. and it was just." You, like people are going to be better than you so fucking what like that whole competitive thing so like, you, you you want to be up against the better people because then you improve yeah they'll so, make you better yeah so it was just it was such a refreshing thing just being able to have and have everybody else around you sitting just being like oh that's they're fucking good like that's amazing so like that's that's the parts that i like is like when people come in and just have a good time. That's yeah. what you want. Like it's it's an escape. It's supposed to be an escape from the shitty reality that we're all living. So, yeah. so... there's a couple of things you guys mentioned that I, I kinda wanna touch on because I, I agree I agree with a lot of it. But when it like when Titan said the subscriber thing, like to me Twitch is a hobby that pays right now. Could could it blow up? Does it if it does blow up, will it be nice to focus full-time on it yeah because i'm doing something i'm passionate about now here's the here's the thing for me i don't like i discussed last week or chris i don't play a lot of games like for me on the on the tier list of stuff video gaming is the lowest rung for me it's it's the least satisfying for me so for somebody like me to stream or to do to to attract followers in a predominantly video game centric sort of platform is really difficult. And a lot of times I get like people will pop by and chat and they'll check it out and they're like, Oh, this is different. I'm into this, but I don't know if I'm all in. And I just tell them, Hey man, if you come by, you come by. If you don't, you don't. And I too get those. Well, I, I feel bad because I can't subscribe to you because I don't have money. Dude, your eyeballs are more important. Right. The, right, the, exactly. the more, the more viewers I have concurrently, the higher up in whatever category I am, so that will give me discoverability, and then that will lead to people, you know, following the channel, and if, if they can afford it, subbing to the channel. Because sub subscribing is almost, almost like you said, the least important aspect of, of streaming. Yep. Because yeah, it's money; it pays the bills, but it also carries the, it also carries the responsibility of all right. People are paying me, so I gotta get on. I have to be on because now yeah. people are invested financially, and when people invest in you financially they have expectations so like if, if you look at my channel under my under the way i set things up for for when you subscribe to my channel i give you a minimum of 50 hours of content right so i give you 10 hours per dollar 
subscription. Anything over that 50 in that month is extra for you guys. Mm. Because 50 is the only thing I can guarantee because I have a day job. I have kids. I have a dog. I have a girlfriend. I have health issues. I have mental health issues. So when somebody's like, oh, I, I can't subscribe, that's fine. Lurk. Just put your eyeballs on the channel. Tell somebody yep. about it. That's almost more valuable um, than actual paying me. But, like, subscribing, like Zim said, is is people who, who are showing you that they want to support you. They want to invest in you as a creator. And a yeah. lot of times, I, I notice this a lot. Because maybe it's because I'm not like a video game streamer primarily. A lot of times people are so scared to branch out into other projects because they are scared they're gonna lose their audience. Like I, I see it all the time when I when I pop in on, on streamers that aren't affiliate or or even on Twitter when you follow Twitch uh Twitter, you see a lot of people on Twitter being like, Oh, I, I wish I could play a different game or I wish I could start this or that. But a lot of it is, well, I don't want to because will the people support yep. me? Yeah. And my mentality going into it was like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want when I want. Yeah. And if it catches fire, it catches fire. Now, I've had my moments where I've looked at my analytics in a down moment and said, maybe I should play the game more. And then I've had those moments where people looked at me and go, dude, if you, if you do the Twitch treadmill and you start chasing trends, we're not going to support you because that's not who you are. Yeah. So when, Actually, go ahead. Good. No, you're good. Good. So for me, when it when it comes to followers and subscribers and and viewers, I'm I'm one always to tell you, hey, I might not be your cup of tea, but that's fine. There's ten thousand other people. Go find yeah. somebody that you vibe with. If I'm not your vibe, I'm not gonna say you have to stay. If I'm yeah. not your vibe, I'm gonna be like, go check this guy out. Go check that yeah. guy out. Go check that. And out. I'm not I'm not gonna change my vibe for you. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I notice I don't get it. I don't get it. But I've sat in streams where people are like, "Oh, I just I I subbed. You need to do this now." No, the fuck I don't. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and fucking do what you say because you gave me five dollars. I don't. I work a full time right, yeah. job. My bills are paid. I don't. I don't need your five. If that's your mentality, get the fuck out. Yeah. But I actually had someone go, go to me the one day on Instagram. They like messaged me because they were following the stream and stuff, and he's like. I want to branch out, but I know if I leave Fortnite that these people aren't going to follow me. And I'm like, my best advice to give you is do whatever you want. One, because the people that are saying that aren't really there to support you. They're there to support the game. Facts. Your real your real followers or your real viewers are going to follow you no matter what game you do, no matter what you do. That Those are the people you want, not the fake followers that are just there for the game. And he was, yeah. And then he started branching out and playing other games, so... Yeah, I think the best yeah. piece of advice I could give anybody is, is just um, shit. I had it and then I lost it. the The one thing when, <laughs> what you what you said is you want them, you want for the you. followers that are there that are there for you, and they're there invested mm -hmm. in you as the Absolutely. content creator, as the talent. Uh, a lot of times I make the analogy that uh, for me streaming is like bartending. Whatever I'm doing that night is the drink you're being served. So when you come into my channel, I know your name, I know your story, I know what you like, I know where you're from, and I'm going to remember those fat, those those telltale signs because that's me doing you the service that you uh, are paying for. 
Like, like whenever Monster rolls in, I know Monster has a daughter, and his girlfriend does his thing, and he's, I know all that. So when he drops in, I'm like, hey, how's this, blah, 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 blah. So it, because I worked as a bartender for a while, and I made big fucking money, because it wasn't about what I looked like or where the bar was. It was, I know you. And I'm not talking like we're friends, because a lot of times I don't say I have fans or subscribers. I I just have supporters and viewers. Because I'm providing you a service by being the voice in the background or, or being that, that someone you can come and be like, yo, my day sucked. And I'll be like, all right, tell me about it. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that, like, I'm your, I'm your friend necessarily. I am friendly. I appreciate you. I'm here for you. But when it comes to, like, somebody who's like, but I thought we were friends. No, 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 no. Get it twisted. I'm a Twitch streamer. I'm here for you. Yeah. You know, like, because a lot of times you see these horror stories, and it's a lot with female streamers, that these viewers get invested, and they think, well, but I, I subscribe to you, I, I donated all this money to you. You, you, you should date me, we're friends, no, 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 I'm providing you a service, yeah. and you're you're paying for that, whether with your follow, with your eyeballs, or yep. with your money. It's not man, they got to go and date you because you went and seen the, the, the DC movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's 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 the same thing. <laughs> it's a hard line to walk, especially, and it's one it's it's a hard one for people to understand because either you're not in the profession that we are, and you know you can only say that to people who do it, or because a lot of streamers are so personal with their communities. Like I know all you guys that are in chat right now, and I know you guys that I'm with. We're all friends because we're here day in and day out with everybody. Yeah, but for like a, a somebody who's come by two or three times to expect that same level of intimacy or or understanding, it's hard for them. And a lot of times, mistakes can be made when when people want to be like, no, no, I I want you to subscribe and I'll do whatever you want. Don't yeah. do that. Don't don't yeah. worry yeah. about it. You know, that's what I'm, does that I make kinda, sense? That's how I kind of think. Like like. It's it's weird because Twitch is one of my like personal expenses. Twitch is one of my biggest ones a month because right. see like this the sub thing. I don't necessarily sub to anybody because I I necessarily enjoy their content or the games that they play and all that kind of stuff. The reason I sub to people is because the the person that I'm subbing to is either a good person that I can vibe with, mm. or someone that I personally see deserves that little bit of help. In that sense, like, the way I see it is, the likes of, like, you two, I'm sub to you two, I think I'm sitting with nine months or something like that on you two, um, guys. Yeah. The amount of times I'm able to get into your streams with just, like, work or time and all that kind of stuff gets limited, but yeah. it is the, like... I would have turned around and go, oh, well, I don't see your streams that much. I'm going to stop buying it. Because the way I see it is that £5 a month, which is literally all it is like, for each, £5 a month is that little extra kicker that kind of goes, as much as I'm not here, I want to still see you there. Because when I'm up there, I can see you guys having a fucking great time. And if it costs me a fiver to see you having a good time, it's worth the money. But throughout Twitch, I think I'm sitting at something like £55 a month on subs. Now, like, Monster in chat, 
I get into one of his themes for 20 minutes, maybe once a week, twice a week. Yeah, me too. I don't, I'm not going to stop sense. subbing to him because whenever I do get into his chat, he's always having a good laugh. And the way he interacts with his community, like like, like you say, it's like, uh, you've got certain people that come in after three times and, and th- want that intimacy that they, they can't They're get. They're like, you remember me? No, you said two yeah. words in chat. How am I supposed to remember you? <laughs> yeah, but like for like Monster and you guys, I maybe only be in your chat for 10 minutes, but the recognition that I get for you guys are a lot better and that, and for that, I kind of think that's why I'm happy to kind of stick around and put in my money. Because at the end of the day, you guys are having a good time. You guys are vibing. And when I come in, like normally when I come into the Twitch streams, it's after I've had a shitty day at work or I've just had a, a shitty time at it. But coming into each and all the streams, it gives you that sort of de-stressing of, oh, thank for coming in a community that actually give a shit. Yeah. yeah. So for me, that's why... As much as to somebody else, it might be a lot of money, but to me, it's like for the sake of that money, one, there's a bunch of people that are having a great time and are still going to have a great time, and there's a bunch of people that I can go in and just enjoy myself with. So that's how I see the sub thing, is it's less about helping somebody create the content, but it's more about I want to see you succeed. Yeah. Like, I want to see you still doing this because it makes me happy seeing you do the happy things. Like like I said to you last week, it had been so long since I'd came into a stream and you were genuinely having a great time. It was just, like, you were laughing, you were jolting, you were just bullshitting with Spartan and that. And yeah. it was just, it was, like, such a refreshing take from the kind of yelling at random people because they weren't good at the game. Even though they were beating you, <laughs> they weren't good at the game. Up, Chris. But like I understand like that's just like that's just the game or lifestyle. Yeah. But like that that stream, it was genuinely just such a nice thing to see that you were just having a good time. And it was the same with Docs when he was playing like certain games that you could see it was the really enjoying the games. It was just there. And then when you look at him when he does like the RPGs and stuff like that, it's like it's like a completely different stream and vibe in the stream. So yeah. it's like and like that's kind of how I've been looking at my streaming career, if you want to think it like that. Like when I think it like football manager, I can average six, seven viewers on football manager, but I don't want to play football manager every night. Yeah, on right. Final Fantasy with him, I average one to two viewers. That's not going to fucking stop me because I have a great fucking time with him. And at the yeah. end of the day, if that was the case, I wouldn't stream it. But I'd still be playing with him because I'll enjoy that night playing with him. And it's the same way like when we play Paladins or something like that on Wedding. Like you maybe only get two or three viewers, but I really don't give a fuck because right. during those hours, I'm having a great time. If nobody wants to come and watch, then I'm cool with that. But now and again, you get odd people that come in and just see that you're having a good time. And that's yeah. like that's what I want to see. I want to come into somebody's stream and see them enjoying themselves. Even if it's a, the most obscure game in the fucking world. Like Zim. Zim is one of the best. And same with Docs. But Zim's one of the best people for that sort of content. Where it just plays some of the most obscure games that maybe not get you the viewer counts. But be the actual content and just the vibe that comes from the stream. Like, 
I mean, don't get me wrong, I fell asleep to Zim's stream plenty of fucking times <laughs> because it is just the, the vibe that comes for you. I'll literally just stick it on the telly while I'm getting into my bed and Zim's end up chill. waking up and Zim's offline and it's like, oh, fuck. But Wait. that's Zim's just how I see it. Zim's chill in bed, bro. <laughs> I apologize I'm for the noise above. The my, they're moving stuff around upstairs, so I'm trying to keep it low, but... If there is some oh, noise coming through, don't worry about it. They're just moving shit around. Anyways, yeah, I was I'll watching just, you in bed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's laying in bed fantasizing about Zim's voice. He doesn't have to. It's on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's a, here's here's a quick. We we're coming up on the two hour mark. We usually go about half, half past or forty five. So I got a couple questions. Let's rapid fire at them. Best game of all time or most uh, game you have the most fondest memories for? Halo two. Halo 2? What about you, yes. Chris? You're just going to laugh at me? No. Uh, the Sims 2? The <laughs> <laughs> Sims 1, I still think, was one of the great... Like, on a personal level, between the Sims 1 and Ultimate Football Manager 1998, those are the two games that I had. But the, the reason why, like, Ultimate Football Manager, the reason why that's one of my favourite games of all time is because me and my brother never really, like, as much as we loved each other, we were always against each other just because yeah. that's what siblings does. Ultimate Thanks. Football Manager was one of the first and only games that me and my brother played together. That and SmackDown, the yeah. first SmackDown for PlayStation 1, was the game that me, it was, it was the game that I got to have a relationship with my brother. And The Sims 1 was the game that I got to have a relationship with my sister. Because we would just sit, like, I would watch her play, she would watch. It was like the original streaming where you would just watch your yep. sibling play the game. And that's why Sims 1 and Ultimate Soccer Manager 1998 are my favourite and best games for memory. Yeah, I would say Halo 2 for me, because that, that was the game I played most with my dad, actually. Um, but, like, playing just for myself would probably be Final Fantasy Eleven. Nice. Uh, for me, the most fun memories I have are a couple games. Uh, the original Mario Kart. Nice. Because uh, it's just, it, it hit at a time where, like, me and my siblings were old enough to really, like, hang out. And just being able to put them in battle mode and murder them mercilessly. <laughs> that that was a good one. And then uh, another, re another really good one for me was um, the original Bard's Tale on the PC way, way back in the day. Because... It was the first game that I had really felt invested in a character because you got to make your own character. You got to progress through this epic storyline of crawling through these dungeons, saving a kingdom, and it was your character. You designed yeah. it, you named it, and it didn't come with a mini-map. It didn't come with any aid. You had to, like, graph your own maps out. So, like, the, the story, you could... Jesus Christ. The... The story you could tell your friend. I was like, dude, I was I was in a dungeon and I went right and I died. But if I went left, just just the uh, the ability to have a story that that you could be a part of in the original Barstale was something that I'll always remember. And that's way back. I'm talking like the first couple like PC back days. Like, oh, well, you're what? like 70, right? Shut up! I'm 42 in July. <laughs> kiss my ass. They made, made that game just after the invention of the wheel. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Here's another quick one. If if streaming wasn't a job, what would you guys be doing? 
working honestly probably just doing what i'm doing now well no no pick, yeah. to phrase it like your dream job if, if if streaming wasn't an option for like your dream job what's the dream job why would you dream about job why shut you up you know what i mean chris i find your ideal profession if streaming's not with an option with lots of money what are win. Honestly, I don't know. You don't know? That's fair. To be honest, I'm kind of already in my dream job. Logistics? See, driving, logistics, see being able to drive up and down the country with the freedom of... Because like, that's one of the reasons why I'm so content with myself and the alone time. It's because I can literally be on the road for 18 hours by myself with an audio book or music. Like, I just see just having that freedom alone, up and down the country, seeing the views, seeing the people, just, like, that, to me, like, I'm in a dream job. I mean, it's the other aspects of the job that's shit, but, like, the actual driving and just yeah. tra- traveling, that's that's what I'd be. I'd, I'd do this. Like, I'm, I'm doing what I want. I think if I had to pick... And I actually went to college for it. I'd probably pick game design, to be honest. So oh, yeah. I still had some connection to gaming. Yeah. That's a great thing. I think that would be cool. See, being like having that. You know what I mean? Like being huh? a gamer and being behind the scenes at the same time. You know, you yeah. have a better aspect of what gamers would like. Yeah. Like, I think that would be. Uh, as, as much as I don't think it would be mad dream kind of thing like it would be pretty cool see having that input on things that bring so many millions of people happiness yeah yep. like having that in your fucking back that that would be quite it must be a like i know it's like a underappreciated job yeah like no a lot of people really care it's like anime and animation animators can spend 10 years of their life fucking making one movie yeah, and they don't get the recognition by the hard work that went into it because all everybody sees is the hour and a half that yeah. came from it. So I, I think it's such an underappreciated role in the world, but it must be like personally, n- maybe not having that recognition, but knowing yourself that you fucking gave those people that sort of happiness yeah. in their life Absolutely. must be fulfilling in itself. Like it has to be like. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah. What about you, Doc? For me, it's kind of tricky because as a kid, there were there were jobs I really wanted to do because of the Space way Space Cowboy. No, God, no. <laughs> Growing up the way I did, like, I, I kind of grew up really poor and my mom worked a lot. So I, I kind of, like, I kind of had those, those wish fulfillment career ideas. Like, I wanted to be a professional athlete at one point because, like, I love sports. I still do. Um, so professional athlete was a, was a big one for me, but then I got a little older and then, you know, I wanted to be a marine biologist because I love animals and I love the ocean. Like I'm, I'm obsessed. I'm as obsessed with the ocean as Chris's space. Like, come on. Like I love, I love the whole unknown of the oceans. Like I, I, like I want to know what's down there, but then on the flip side, I don't cause I got an overactive imagination and I'm like, something's going to kill me out of the dark. So, yeah. but now, as I've sort of matured, it was, 
it's it's a thing that I never even considered because it was never given to me as an option. I would either want to be like a a voice actor or like a somebody that probably a voice actor more than anything or because I love telling stories. I love doing stupid accents. I love being entertaining in, in some form. And to be able to bring a smile to a kid's face by bringing your character to life, be like an Optimus Prime character or a, or a G.I. Joe character, something that somebody could equate my voice to a childhood memory to bring them happiness or bring them something through a tough a tough situation, that would totally be it. So like now that I've had time, because initially voice acting and, and entertaining was never even an option. It was something I could never consider because... It was always like, you got to do something that's going to make you money. Yeah. So, you know, where's the money? Professional athlete, scientist, something, you know, big brain stuff. But now I feel that, um, if anything, I'd love to be a voice actor. I know they don't make as much as real actors, unless you're, you know, Matt Mercer and Steve Bloom and Troy Baker and stuff. But, like, yeah, having having the ability to change someone's world by being a voice or, or something that they, you know, I loved my transformers. Like I still love the original Optimus prime because of that voice. Like even now I can hear Peter Cullen's voice in my head. Like when I'm, you know, when I think back about it, there's such an indelible connection to that voice and that character to be able to articulate something or, or be able to touch somebody on that level would just, it would be, it'd be my ultimate, which I guess, which is why I like doing RPGs and the voice acting yeah. stuff that I do now. Because it allows me to create a character that maybe somewhere, somebody hears it and goes, yo, that was dope. Or that thing that Doc's pulled off as that character. Or like when I do voice work for Monster or uh, Professor Silver. for Silver, I've gotten a lot of people coming and going, dude, you're Bones? You're Marvin? That is such a, a gratifying thing. And it's not even gratifying from an ego perspective. It's just that somebody, I've had a couple of people say, yo, I was having a shit day. I tuned into Silverstream and then Bones said something and I laughed my ass off because what Bones said to Silver and then Silver played off Bones, it made my night. And that right there is like, it's amazing to me. So yeah, being a voice actor would be like the tops. You know, just being able to change somebody's view just off of my voice would be yeah, ideal we call for me. It now? Huh? Ten years time, Titan, you make the game. Doc's voice is it? I'll ship it. There it is. Fuck out. There it is. There it is. All right, let's do one more before we jump into the happy endings because we're coming up on that time. Let's see. I don't want to bring it down, but um, do you do you have any regrets about starting Twitch, either of you? No, I've Every met so many. <laughs> Sound alerts and Bill Bob. Oh, that's your fault. That's your fault. For yeah, you brought yourself. that on yourself. You did that to yourself. Um, <laughs> honestly, no, I've met so many awesome people through streaming. I honestly don't regret anything. Yeah. What about you, Chris, besides the t cheekiness that you just said? To be honest, I'd, I'd probably have to say, like, as much as you can shit on Twitch, if it wasn't for me, like, if it wasn't for me one evening having a depressive mood, 
stumbling onto YouTube, finding a certain streamer, then going onto Twitch to watch said streamer that then raided another streamer, I wouldn't have met any <laughs> Facts. So genuinely, Twitch and streaming has actually gave me like a whole new aspect to my life. So, like, I can't have any regrets on it. Like, plus, you don't have any regrets, you have lessons. Facts. Facts. I mean, personally, nah. I don't. I mean, it's for me with the way I approach it, sometimes there's long hours and there's deadlines with editing the podcast and trying to get art approvals and designing overlays to kind of keep things fresh and, and designing new sound alerts for people to play with. That's all been learning experiences for me. That's all been, that's all allowed me to chase things that I don't or wouldn't have the ability to learn or chase before, you know? And, and the big one for me is like Chris and, and Titan said, man, like I've met so many interesting and cool people not just streamers but like some of the viewers that come in like i have viewers from the netherlands that come in regularly and talk to me constantly i have a viewer from singapore who always pops in and i'm always asking him how singapore yeah kai's really dope and and kai is challenged he has some he has some challenges that he has to work for it and, and he's like dude i i come in your stream and you make me laugh and, and you like say hi and ask me how my day is it's just the connections I've been able to make are are well worth whatever whatever negative feelings I would have towards it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's about that time where we roll into what we call the happy endings. Now, for those of you that are new or just tuning in on all major podcast platforms, look how smooth that was. We do the happy ending. What that is is we highlight stories from around the world that leave a positive spin Maybe brighten your day a little bit. Maybe inform you about some some stuff you might not have known about. Now, Titan, do you have a happy ending story or no? Yeah, you guys, you guys got this. All right, cool. Uh, Chris, I went first last week, so we will jump into yours first. You introduce it while I get the links and shit, brother. Yeah, well, this it's called A Victory for Our Planet. Basically, what's happened is, uh, I think it was maybe episode five or six, you mentioned about BP getting... Sh- or was it BP that got shit on in the courts? Yes, BP. Yeah, yeah. it was BP. Yeah. Well, basically what's happened is over in Holland, Dell has been shit on by the courts. <laughs> basically of what course. happened is all these companies have been told that they have to start... like They've all came out with their initiatives that by 2030, they're going to have cut their emissions by X amount, and by 2050, they're going to be like a... Like a complete clean company that's gone and all that kind of stuff. But the Shell turned around and said, like earlier this year, that what they wanted to do was cut emissions by 20% by 2030. And then have when I'll get the word for it because I want to actually find it. Where is it? Where is it? Aye, becoming carbon neutral by 2050. So it means basically becoming like a clean energy company. But the Dutch courts have basically said um, that what they have today is cut their or reduce their emissions by forty five percent by twenty thirty. So basically, like your twenty percent, shove it, double that bit, um, <laughs> and and thing there. And then I don't think they've really said anything on the like the carbon neutral thing. 
but they've basically just shit oil them. Like there was such a like I've 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 seen the this kind of before when they were talking about it and the fact that like Shell were actually bringing up saying that it was impossible and they couldn't do this and you couldn't do that. And then when they were actually there was another story that I haven't actually linked, but when they were thinking about in the courts, basically Shell kind of won the court for the court. Because Shell tried to argue that it was impossible, they couldn't cut by that, and they couldn't cut. So they shared all this evidence to prove it, and it basically just proved that they could cut it by forty five percent by twenty thirty. So the courts went, "Oh, well, Thanks. that's the number." Thanks, assholes. You did the work for us, asshole. <laughs> yeah. So that's what they me. So like that's what it says. The court ruled that the corporation wasn't moving fast enough and ordered the energy firm to go further. So they've basically, it's been put, adopted as a monumental victory for the planet and a big leap towards a light, a livable future. Um, because these are the companies, like you said, like BP, with the, the emissions that were coming out, same, it was a similar scandal to the Volkswagen, yep. where they were saying that their cars were only emitting X amount and then it turned out it was doubled that. They were just being scummy bastards. So basically Shell, like you have seen, Shell have tried to make big moves, like they've uh, they've got like the, the the less fucking unleaded petrol and shit and the diesel, and then they've started and uh, putting in like uh, electric standpoints yeah. in each of their gas stations and that. Um, so, but as it's just another step where the courts have like it's it's one of the ones like it's another conglomerate that was normally protected by the government that the courts have went actually no nah, go fuck yourself. It's just, it's another win of people actually taking the fucking environment serious now. And, like, what more do you want? What more do you want than a, an overpaid rich company being told to give back money? Like, it's a yeah. win for everybody. They get to live cleaner and longer lives, and they get less money. True. That means soon your fuel and your car will be cheaper. Hopefully. So... So there we go. Fucking what, great story. What do you think of that, Titan? The whole carbon neutral and stuff. I mean, I'm gas out here is fucking outrageous right now, so Oh yeah. Yeah, I think I think the lowest I saw was three oh two, the highest I saw was three twenty. God damn, that's like two eighty nine yeah. by me. Yeah, it's like expensive as hell where I am. So I mean gas companies suck anyway, so they can give anybody the money they want. Yeah. Would you go electric if it was like, see if it was like a proper yeah. viable option, like it was proper everything, yeah. you could get the same amount of miles for like your charge up than you would in a tank of fuel, would you, and it was going to cost you 70 grand for the car, like would you switch if it was like a viable option? Yeah, 100%. What 100%. is it that stops you? The new, is it just the fact that it's 70 grand for a car or? Yeah, yeah, you only get 20 miles. I don't have 80 grand, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't rolling all in right. that Twitch money? No, no <laughs> Kanye has all my money. <laughs> Damn Yeezys. <laughs> Kanye stole all the money, sorry. Yeah, it's interesting. It's the big thing. Like, over here, we are starting to get, like, the wee uh, Toyota Igo and all that that's, like, seven, 8,000, and it's an electric car, or you're starting to get a lot more of the hybrids. Um... 
but I think it is. It's still one of the ones as much as like a hybrid still uses fuel, so like mm-hmm. it's no fully electric. But I think what the problem is is the electric cars. You are only still getting like two hundred miles, and then you're like, but then I need to charge it for eight hours. Yeah, so, I, I think I think that's I think you hit the nail on the head with the limiting factors of electric cars. Is one they're they're financially prohibitive right now to get a one that can do the things that a an internal combustion internal combustion engine can do like performance wise range things like that the cost to buy one that's decent is really difficult but yeah. then to to that end too i also feel that we won't be able to completely eliminate uh petrol vehicles because the more we move into like the electric car and like electric vehicles the more stress it puts on our power grids and the more vulnerable our power grids can be. And a couple months, like last month, the the Pentagon or, or somebody released uh, a report about how a company basically, or no, it wasn't last month, it was a couple weeks ago, where a hacker group uh, shut down a pipeline and fuel was restricted. And then you look at what happened down in Texas when their power grid were overwhelmed. So the yeah, but the devil did that quick. Go ahead. Um, the the thing with that, but is is that no more on the country's viewpoint? Because see, Scotland itself, Scotland can run itself twice over a year with the power that it brings in through water and wind. Now I understand that Scotland's got a shit ton of water around it and a shit ton of wind. That's fair enough, but. We literally, we are set, like Scotland as a country is self-sustainable in energy because we have the electric power. Like we literally like sell our electricity to surrounding countries. It's That's the same with France. Small. France literally actually ship energy to England through ADM, mm. which is another, it's a French company. But it's like, is it, could it be that up until now, the USA as a whole, still hasn't got on board of oil is not the way and to start because you, you, you do often hear that when you think that like well, renewable green, energy so. in America it's like no wind power is the devil and they're going <laughs> to put fucking Turbine. tracking devices into their water source to monitor where you are when they're trying to make water energy like that's, just that's all you ever really hear and when you're here in other countries like I know Scotland's small but Scotland can still be self-sustainable. Yeah. And the, the grand scheme of things, America has a lot of fucking ocean around it as well. <laughs> yeah, but I think, <laughs> Not the wrong. Point, I think the point I was, I was making more is as we move more and more to an, an, an electric-based uh, locomotion system through vehicles and whatnot, we, we have to address the reality that cyber terrorism and being able to shut down a power grid via online sources is a reality that i don't think we're ready to confront yet because the infrastructure is behind granted i would love to make the move to electric cars if one they were affordable and they performed to the level that most gas vehicles do 100 percent, like all all day sign me up but there are there are very real infrastructure risks that that are posed that we have to address before we can just be like oh well get rid of all the cars because if god forbid god forbid something happens and 
and a ne'er-do-well does hijack a power grid, you then basically grind the country to a halt in some aspects, don't you? I mean, I'm not trying to get my kidnapped by my own car. I'm putting that out there, too, so. (laughs) Yeah, I can see how that is, but at the same time, it seems like quite a a far-fetched, like, I know there is assholes in the world that would go out their way to shut down Toyota fucking cars in New York. Like, I, I, can, I can understand that that's a, that is a potential thing. But at the same time, the other aspect is, in Scotland, we are self-sustainable, but we have a backup. Mm-hmm. Like, if shit went down, there is a back Because if we're using renewable energy to run everything else, the unrenewable energy isn't getting wasted. That means that if there is a shitstorm, it's still there. The problem that there is that you have to look at is, if you don't make that switch soon, you're not going to have your power now or the backup if you do switch. So it yep. is a kind of, you're going to have to just pick then because either way you're fucked. <laughs> but what what kind of fucked do you want to be? Do you want to be fucked in that you might not be able to drive your car for two days or you want to be fucked where everything doesn't work? <laughs> no, no, I agree. I'm I'm all for cutting those carbon emissions and, and having companies become carbon neutral. I just I was playing devil's advocate because that's the argument that's going to be made. Yeah, and between the three of us, we just debunked that argument. So if the three of us we also idiot- have to remember that they're looking at 2050. That's right. 29 years away. That's a long time to improve online security, which everybody has. Like you look at the, like the the stalker thing and the Twitch thing and all that. It is an active thing that people are looking at is online security has to be better. Mm-hmm. So yeah. by 2050, we might have all that in place where hackers can go in and murder you with your toaster. I would. Docs will be, docs will be 80 by then. You know, fuck you, Titan. I'm not that old. <laughs> 29 years from now, I will be... He'll have a, he'll have a powered uh, wheelchair flying around everywhere. Fuck you. 29 <laughs> years from now, I will just be edging... He doesn't 70. want to say it because he knows it's close. Cool, so <laughs> Shut up. Fuck both of y'all. Fuck all of y'all. We're moving on. Next story. Fuck off. We're off this topic. Y'all are assholes. But no, I, I think it's a conversation to be had, most definitely. Carbon neutral is a good thing. But carbon neutral without proper infrastructure and safety is 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 just as bad as we are now. So, yeah, and America's yeah. not good with safety or infrastructure. So. Fuck yeah, we're the worst. <laughs> we're, the, we're a bunch of... we, As Chris say, we are the Florida of the world. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> it's sad, but... I you know, stand by that statement. <laughs> so... Like, come at me. I'll fucking fight. <laughs> well, my buddy Rev might fight you because he loves Florida. <laughs> well, you can love Florida all you want, but that's to mean that the rest is up <laughs> Facts. You're going to be in Florida with all the old retirees, too, so relax. Yeah, no shit. So here, here's a story that caught my eye. It says, Limb Different Gamer wins confidence in fans with bionic arm after having a rough time in school. Um, this story came across and caught my interest because, one, we were having Titan on, and it was a gamer story. And, two, I'm Limb Different. So basically what Limb Different means is uh, somebody who oh, does, not, does not have your typical limb. <laughs> what? What? Hey, Chris, you see that? Right there. Double double mids, okay? Go fuck yourself. So anybody who has a <laughs> an ultimate Titan's over there dying. 
Anybody who has you didn't hear what he said? I know, I completely missed it because I was trying to introduce a topic like a professional. Chris, remember that, okay? Anyway, it says a gamer, as a youngster, bullied because they were born without a hand, <clears throat> finally feels their disability isn't a hindrance. Now, one, I will take umbrage with that statement because if you feel your disability is a hindrance... You you definitely weren't raised like I was because I have disabilities and they aren't hindrances. But I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, the reason they feel confidence now is they are fitted with a bionic arm that was inspired hugely by a popular video game. Now, for those of you that haven't seen the article, uh, it is a black and red bionic arm. Could anybody take a stab in the dark? What game may have inspired this this gamer's bionic arm? I'm not going to say it because I've got the link home. Game. <laughs> Fine. For those of you that are playing the home game, it was Metal Gear Solid. The the gamer. Just read, read the last three words of the link in chat, by the way. <laughs> Chris, I'm trying. Solid to, gear for you. I, I'm trying to boost the engagement, encourage conversation. You're over there fucking I'm everything up. Engagement You're not. You know, see, I'm having a great time with chat right now. You're the worst right now. You're the worst. But Lincoln Olive, who identifies as a non-binary gamer, was born with a congenital limb difference and said they used to hide their disability before they received their arm. Now, I have been bullied for my deformities as well, so I can relate to this. Like, kids are brutal, man. And I didn't... <sighs> I I didn't feel I had to hide anything, but I could see why this person would. Yeah. But now that they've been equipped with an arm that they, you know, can be, that they feel makes them complete or gives them confidence, that's a good thing, right? Definitely. Anything that can bestow confidence on you in your life. Is it metal or is it plastic? It's not plastic, but you know what I mean. It looks to be like a poly polycarbonate and whatnot. It doesn't look like metal at all from what I've seen. Fuck, it's got like Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, it's got shit. the Iron Man light up and shit. I kind of want to follow this person on Instagram when I get done. Oh, um, <laughs> but yeah, here's the here's the kicker though. This person video and I got deaf. $11,000 for the bionic arm, though. That's that's a hefty chunk of change right there. Leon the NHS. Well, yeah, it covers her whole arm, though, I think. Uh, yeah, it goes it goes pretty much like right here, just past yeah. the elbow, it looks like. Yeah. That's not bad. It's filled with... The tech behind it is really interesting, too, because as I read through it, it says that the... Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I read the article before. Now you guys got me off my game with your little fucking persnickety comments. Oh, <laughs> fucking. Shut up! What you're talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm trying to. Okay. It says. You're trying to what? You're you're Shut trying to up! What? I'm trying to read. <laughs> trying to tell you how the fucking arm works, you assholes. Did she say this? I must. I think I put a wee bit too much vodka in my. A little bit. You're getting. You're getting a little. I apologize. <laughs> it says the arm is custom built and uses myoelectric servos to read electric input outputs of the muscles that can be converted into bionic hand movements. Which this isn't. This isn't a technology that we haven't talked about or um, 
or haven't seen before. The fact that they have a, a sensor that can read the electrical output of a muscle and then translate those electrical uh, output through complex computing into uh, semi-natural movements is really cool. And yeah. the gamer, and I'm trying to be like specific because they identify a certain way so I don't get murdered. Um, <laughs> they said that it was inspired by Venom Snake. Now I haven't played Metal Gear Solid in like twenty years. So. I feel like this is more meta or uh, Full Metal Alchemist than Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, that like when when they when they read the referencing uh, Venom Snake, I didn't think that. I thought Iron Man with the way it was designed. Yeah, but I mean, inspiration is one thing, but the fact that like this person uh, got an arm, and I don't know. I don't I don't know if it's, it was donated or they purchased it by the company. I'm trying to see how they got cuz 11 grand ain't ain't something you just got lying around for a bionic arm. Like I feel like it was probably raised, right? I would think. Yeah, I'd imagine raised that even the parents might have found their insurance or something like that just as a like to give the, the kid. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to peruse the article fast to try and see where it came from um yeah as far as i can tell it it doesn't say how they got a hold of the arm but the fact that we have such state-of-the-art prosthetics now that will will function to near equal or or equal to what a, a, a natural hand and arm will it, yeah. it opens up the realm of possibilities for, you know, you got soldiers, you got kids, you got uh, accident victims, and it looks like, it looks like the arm hasn't helped, hasn't hurt their uh, their profile online either, because it appears that they've, they've gotten more than a million views, and their videos have been seen by people all over the world, so not only is it improving her quality of life, but there's, sorry, their quality of life. Um, it's also spreading, uh, positivity about, uh, prosthetics and amputees because what, back in the day when you saw an amputee or somebody, when I was a kid, it was, oh, don't go near them. They were a bad person. Something bad happened to them. Right. Or they did some shady shit to lose an arm. Right. Yeah. Now having somebody who is like an influencer of a, of a TikTok generation, who's a gamer kind of shifting that that sort of stigma of oh you lost a limb what happened to you is is also beneficial i i feel because when i was a kid we weren't taught to be real understanding towards different like kids were brutal back in the day like they teased oh, yeah, everybody yeah. oh definitely kids were assholes back in the, like these these kids now are 100 percent worse than back then because you know there our parents actually cared about us back then but like these kids probably worse than what we were back in the day yeah but so i think somebody like this who can who can who can be an ambassador to show that you know they're they're different but that doesn't mean they're that they need to be pitied or bullied that just because they're different doesn't mean they can't be successful or or they can't be just as talented as as an able limbed or a limb normal person kind of it's kind of intriguing to me but then that but that brings up the that that brings up the 
in the article it says that their disability was a hindrance. I I don't like that because I I have missing toes. I have missing fingers. My kids all have special needs through mental health. I've never once was raised or thought of my differences as a hindrance more as like something that I just needed to learn to cope with. And maybe it's the way the article is written that kind of sets me off because I don't know if they feel that way. But like, if you feel your disability is a hindrance, then why? You're not accepting I, of yourself. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's what I was trying to get is like, how do you see? How is it a hindrance to you? It's it's you, right? Yep. I don't know. It's but an I think interesting it's article. In that sense, it's more about what society kind of makes you think. You think so? Like when you were talking about earlier on that in some games you're made to feel as if like you're lesser than a gamer because you don't have a certain skin, you don't have a certain gun. Right. I think this is, is a similar thing in that it's not her person or their them personally that believes that. It's that it's sort of instilled upon them that it's like as you said, they were bullied like relentlessly so like it gets to a point where you start kind of going fuck the only way i'm going to have a decent life is if this was the year this yeah, was, the this thing. was different yeah. like why so, why can't why wasn't i born with an arm or why wasn't i born with you know yeah all that stuff there there's some quotes that says i got bullied because of my arm which led me to have a lack of confidence in myself i doubted myself and just wanted to fit in and with able-bodied people i don't I, I never felt that way. I always felt that I, I could be as good or better. And I, I could see when you're being constantly beat down, bullying is a bitch. If yeah. they go on to say, I would wear this prosthet- this cosmetic prosthetic, which looked like a hand, and I would wear a jacket over it because of the bullying experience. That <clears throat> To me, I'd have been like, yeah, it's a fake hand. Get the fuck over it. Move on. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I you just got to be more confident in yourself, even though you're being bullied. Yeah. And, and that's, and I'm not trying to be a dick. It's just no. like, I think, I think people who are different or, or, or have challenges that are different, not only need to, to believe in themselves, but they have to have a support network around them that allows them and empowers them to be confident. And yeah. now that she has, they, they, I keep fucking it up and I apologize they have the bionic arm they feel finally where they do have that that they're over that mental hurdle of having to hide it they can be proud of it 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 looks cool it functions normal so they do have the confidence and and the only thing i question is why didn't you have that around you as a kid like yeah like what were your parents or siblings doing what were your friends doing not, right that too yeah but like what were yeah, your it could just be not doing yeah it could just be that the balance wasn't there. Yeah. Like, they didn't have, like, the parents could have been the most supportive parents in the world. But they were more bullied. Two, yeah. If you've got two parents that are trying to be supportive and 10 assholes being yeah. assholes. Yeah. And especially at a young age, like, you it's, it, it's difficult to kind of just go, oh, well, you should just get over it. Yeah. Like that's a, it's like people are depressed or oh, just don't be sad. Like, oh gee, thanks. I wish I'd thought of that. <laughs> thanks, <before."> dickhead. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, and, and I'm like, not trying people, I'm not trying to say that. Yeah. But oh I know that's not what you were meaning, but um I think that's it, is it's just 
they've probably they, they. I mean, it's just speculation because the, the the story doesn't really say anything. But it could just be that their support system just wasn't as vast as that, like yours or someone else's is. Yeah. Um, like you hear that story a lot, where you could have the most loving parents, the most loving mm-hmm. family, the most loving friends, but if it's just not the the same, or it's not as good as the their other outsiders, then it's it's going to be a tough time. But like the main thing is, is that they've been able to find a yeah. reason and a thing that's that's got them that confidence to kind of go like I think just they they say that they've been cosplaying as well with her yep because yeah. and, and and costumes and that and you're like ah fucking amazing like fucking kick that ass yeah it, it's it's a it's a unique story because I wanted to highlight some of the negative because in the end like you just highlighted there is a triumphant uh coming out like there is. There is the cosplaying of the prosthetic arm. There is that leading from the front sort of mentality now of showing off the prosthetic arm going, look, I can do it too. And the yeah. fact that the fact that our tech is so advanced now to be able to produce that, to pre- pre- produce something that is functional and cool, I'm, I'm all for it. And I think there should be more of this. Like 100%. more, more yeah. prosthetic research because one of the most one of the most debilitating things you can do is take away somebody's agency and their ability to care for themselves so if yeah. if for me like if i was to lose you know my left hand i'd be fucked cuz my right hand is just a claw but now if i were to lose my left hand i'd be like all right well let's let's strap a prosthetic to this bitch and let's go cuz the tech yeah. is there enough where you can yeah. do that and that's amazing, and that's why I wanted to highlight it. And the fact that this person's a gamer and a cosplayer is like, yeah, let's go. I'm all in, and it's yeah. it's really cool. And I think it's I think it's interesting that stories like this are not robotoxia, right? I think stories like this. It took me a while to to kind of bounce around, but when I found it, I, I thought it was cool because it hits because I am limb different. And I, yeah. I, I do know the struggle that they had of bullying yeah. and whatnot. But I wasn't different enough to require a prosthetic. But even if I was, I probably would have punched them with the prosthetic. <laughs> to be honest with you, as soon like, as I got it. I'm like, what now, bitch? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's a great story. And, and it, there's a lot of conversation around it. Like, what was the support network like? How yeah. how does the arm function? And I think I think a person like this can be an ambassador to start those conversations and be like, yes, this is what it does. This is, this is what I, what I, what I struggled with. This is where I am now. So I think it's awesome personally. So that being said, I think we're going to wrap it up here. I would like to thank Titan Naughty for hanging out with us and being awesome. Titan, tell the people who you are, where they can find you and how they can reach out to you. Uh, I am Titan Naughty Twenty Three. I stream on Twitch. You can find me on Twitter. Same thing, Titan Naughty Twenty Three. I have a couple YouTube videos up as well. Um, I normally stream Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at like seven PM Eastern. Wednesdays are normally five. I'm usually beating Chris at chess. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, hope to see you guys there. Oh yeah, appreciate, Chris. Appreciate the time on here. Oh yeah, you're always welcome, Chris. Where can they find you? Where can they reach out to you? As of 30 seconds ago, I have retired from all gaming and streaming platforms. 
I've You're decided welcome. you just can all go fuck yourself. <laughs> He's so polite. No, well, I'm Chris. You can catch me on Twitter. You can get me on Twitch. I stream when I want to. Um, <laughs> wow. He's still learning, normally, che- He's still I learning chess. I'll normally tweet out to say that I'm going to be going online at a certain time. And then if you add normally between two and four hours onto that time, that's when I'll go online. He's um, late to the party. But, I mean, you get me here. Tuesdays I play with Zim at Final Fantasy. Fridays I'm on Horrors. And Wednesdays I'm on getting my ass kicked at checks, apparently. Bad Bitch um, Tuesdays. So, I yeah. I have the VOD, Chris, if you want me to pull it up. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to have to go, I'm gonna have to go watch that VOD, though. I'm going to have to watch that VOD. For shits and giggles. Well, well said, boys. Well said. I, as always, I'm Dox Ryan. You can find me at Twitch on Dox Ryan at YouTube. Ah, Docs Ryan. You follow me on Twitter. You know, the branding is all the same because, you know, branding. Uh, yeah, we don't, like like said, we don't like to complicate things. Yeah, right? Keep it simple. <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid. Um, Like I said, boys, great show. Titan, amazing conversation. As always, good spending time really? with you. I don't get a lot to, I don't get a lot of chance to drop in on you because you and I are usually streaming about the same yeah. time. But whenever I, whenever I get a chance, I always have a good time talking with you, man. Thank you for coming on. Chris, you can go fuck yourself. I agree. (laughs) Say goodbye, boys. We're going to wrap it up. Later, everyone. We'll see you guys next week. We appreciate you having you. Later.